Blank check with Griffin and David. Blank check with Griffin and David. Don't know what to say or to expect. All you need to know is that the name of the show is Blank Check. Ladies, it's time to break up this little love fest. Potty, uh, Casty, I mean, uh, Casty, uh, Potty, I mean, whoa. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> He's smiling and raising wow. his coffee, drinking it satisfied <laughs> with <laughs> that. I was, I was looking at it in his face and she just looked I at me. I didn't know what was going on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, so fair. You thought I was reprimanding the two of you. Yeah. You have to break it up. Ladies. Ladies. It is, it is my, my nickname. I have Manuela. Is ladies? Lady. No, it's Patty, whatever the fuck. Uh, ha- yeah. Potty, Potty, potty right. Potty, potty and Casty. Yeah. Right. yeah. You're Casty. Okay. <laughs> I'm what? reading a BuzzFeed article about things you don't know about Jesus. parents. I read it this oh, morning. Oh, yeah, we read it. It's really it. good. So the movie's for Hallie, right? That's the dedication at Her the end daughter. of the movie. Her daughter. Right. But she's got another daughter, Annie. Right. Well. What the? Oh, is she chopped liver? So she named them after the two daughters. But was she born yet? Maybe not. No, no, yes, they're in. Yes, yeah. because they, they, were they are named, they are yeah. named oh. after the daughters. Right. The real oh, yeah. daughters. So. And Hallie is in the movie. Yeah, Annie Hallie plays, plays one of their bunk mates. Annie plays the towel girl, and okay. Hallie plays the one who asks where a bunk is. Right? Ha- Hallie has a lot more screen time, and Hallie's also the one who, who went on to be a, a director in her own right. Wink, 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 wink. This is true. Um, wink, 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 wink. Oh, my God. Ben, I think there's a leak in the ceiling. <laughs> Uh, or there's a leak in the boat. Hello, everybody. My name is Griffin Newman. Uh, David Sims, and I rock the mic. Okay, stop stealing my lines. Uh, this is a podcast called Blank Check. It's about filmographies. Directors who have massive success earlier on in their career have been given a series of blank checks to make whatever crazy passion projects they want. Sometimes those checks clear, and sometimes they bounce baby. Mm. This is, for the first time ever, a, a mini-series demanded by the fans a fans choice miniseries yes um we did a march madness tournament a bracket of 32 directors and uh someone who we thought was a fairly low seed who we thought would be interesting to do but had no what was her seed do you remember um i think she was probably right about the middle i'm gonna find it uh but she was the juggernaut nancy myers steamrolled everybody yeah she started off i think not as like a a gimmick candidate, but as sort of like an underdog, a Cinderella candidate. Right. right. This would be an interesting person. We assume one of the more- she was the eighteenth seed. Crazy. Yeah. But it's because it's because she's generally so underrated. But right. cinephiles love her, and she's never talked about in depth enough. And so that's the big thing. The first I think. opportunity yeah. you have, you vote for Nancy. She came up against all these guys who are sort of like classic blank yeah. checkers, right? So Terry Gilliam. Yeah. She edged him 52 to 48. I'm actually wow. going to run through this. Yeah. Thank you, Blank Check Wiki. Uh, <laughs> Paul Thomas Anderson was her second round matchup. Who we assumed. 53 47. Was, we thought it was Who's, probably going to come down. People always say, like, oh, can right. you do a PTA miniseries? Yeah. What, you know, was like, that before Phantom Fred? Uh, no, it was no, post, it was post, after. post oh, thread. Wow. Post thread. I I, this was just March that. 2018. I, I think we sort of thought it would come down to PTA versus Fincher. It seemed sure. like those are the two obvious sort of yeah. like fanboy picks that will probably lead the way. Then in the quarters, right? So the, these are close vote. Yeah. 52-48 uh, right. and 53 she's, she's out wins. Then she's got Sam Raimi, 56-44. So yeah. she's getting a little bit Wider of distance. Margin. Then she goes up against my man, 
Michael, Michael man. man. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I assume that would be closer just because he another he yeah. And then yeah. she thrashes him 50, 58 to 42. Yeah. And then because Fincher, 59-41. What's worse than two guys talking about Michael Men. Mann for two hours and a half? Like, hey, get hey, get no ready. Offense, no 2019, guys. baby. Sorry. I'm going to make that yeah, happen. We just have to get loads of girls on the podcast for those. Yeah. Of course. Yes. Be more interesting. They got thoughts about the men. <laughs> we love, love to talk about men. Heat. Yeah. Don't like yeah. Manhunter, but it's okay. Hashtag not all men. <laughs> David is mad. Upset. No, I'm not mad. David's sensitive. But, but this is... <laughs> yeah, very sensitive. We're excited because we always like thought, like, oh, she'd be an interesting person, dude. We've talked about her for a long time, actually. She was one of our... She, yeah, it's true. We keep doing the people who are in that original soup of ours. Like, right. the original suggestion. She, she was, was always, always up there. And I wow. think we always just thought, like, I don't know if we're going to lose listeners. I don't know if people want to hear us talk about her within I our regular the biggest fear we had was that she's she makes movies that are all similar you know like yes. sometimes we like directors like Ang Lee who work in all kinds of genres Nancy Myers is you know she's in her lane I also she likes her lane I'm just gonna she's I'm master of gonna lane. confess it early on because oh, it's boy. sort of the original sin of this miniseries for a long time I had vetoed the idea because I didn't like her movies and I thought all oh, right you I, thought I didn't you were just gonna do be a too negative that critical. right and then I had a sort of reawakening after I saw the intern on a plane uh-huh the intern like, is I don't know all her movies are so weird. Yes. Oh, no, that she's They're deeply weird. weird. That was They're always my like, argument for her. Right. right. And yeah. then I started reassessing everything and then sort of appreciating where she stands within the canon, especially as her type of movie has kind of died on a studio level. Mm. It made me see the greater value of her. And uh, so then it, she was more in the soup. And then I think we were both pleasantly surprised that she won because it gave us an opportunity to feel like confident in covering her. Mm. Yes. Um, but this, of course, is a miniseries called Something's Podcast. Damn right. <laughs> and it's Pada. It's Podcast. PTA tried to stop it, but it, it it's right. Podcast. Fincher laid his body on the tracks. He got run over. Yeah. I don't know why. Got twisted. <laughs> um, and this is her debut film, which is a very odd debut film mm. in relation to what her career became in certain ways. In certain ways. It's called The Parent Trap. Uh, yes. It is it's a, called The Parent Trap. It's a remake. It's a remake. Of a 1961 movie? Uh, 1961 film. Uh, Which was in and of itself the fourth adaptation of this book. I yeah, Lottie, Lottie and Lisa. This is a German book. Yeah. Yep. Wow. He wanted to make it as a movie originally and Hitler didn't greenlight it. Oh, fucker. I swear to God. He, he, pitches a he was really yeah. not a great guy. Did no, Hitler no. just think like, I just like, why would the parents each take one kid? There's not a logic, logical not, consistency here. They don't stay in touch. Here. Like, yeah. I understand you don't want to be together, but like, was that the pitch meeting? That was the thing. Hitler's studio notes were brutal. <laughs> let's, let's just... Let's move on from this, please. Get off this right away. But, uh, but I'm genuinely. glad that she's not remaking a, a Hitler accepted movie. Nancy Myers is trying yeah. to put the will. <laughs> Just like, okay, let's have my take now. Like, I know we had Hitler's, well, but... The problem is, if, if Nancy Myers made Triumph of the Will, it would make being a Nazi look so luxurious. It's very wholesome. <laughs> they got such great yeah. kitchens. I said we're getting off of this. <laughs> off. Oh All right. God. So there's a 1961 Disney movie. It's called The Parent Trap. Which is it the stars... fourth adaptation of the I German understand. Yeah, It stars Haley Mills herself yes. as, uh, you know, who was Pollyanna. That was her breakout role. She was the role. definitive Disney star of the time. Uh, and she, it's got Maureen O'Hara. Yeah. And... Uh, uh, I seen that movie several times because for some mm-hmm. reason we owned it on VHS and I would yeah. watch it a lot as a kid. Mm-hmm. Haley Mills. And it, I remember I asked my mom, like, how do they? Because my mom was like, you know, it's one person. Yeah. And I'm like, how do they do that? And I remember my mom going like, I don't know, mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and me being like, that doesn't. <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, um, there there also was a TV remake, was there not? Like a wonderful uh, world of Disney. I think TV it was a, yeah. Uh, I can find. I want to say like late know. '80s, early '90s. No, there's three TV sequels. Oh, weird! And they're See, all oh, about like right. Haley Mills's kids right. and shit. Like, there's oh, all boy. kinds of like generational dynamics. Because you know it's genetic, right? To, uh, tw- twins to having twins. twins. So yes, yes, I do. Get some t- twins at some point. So mm-hmm. should, you know, let's introduce yeah. what, a, what a good premise. Come on. I know. I think twins are like underrepresented, but they are very cool. But don't that represent them a lot. But don't that many jokes you can do? Like, I don't know how you can do a whole franchise around jokes around. Around twins. Well, it's all about. Oh, she can take your. Well, you know, they look alike, and so they can pretend to be the other one. Well, I know that, yeah. (laughs) So, like, uh, there's a lot. I mean, Uh, Sister Sister ran for like 100 episodes on that premise. And never stopped being funny. But Sister Sister's bit was like, she's, you know, kind of a neat freak, and this one's messy. Like, it was like, look alike, but so different. And then the dad's the opposite. And the mom, right? The neat freaks is the daughter of the messy mom. And then so on and so forth. This movie does a variation on that. Talk about sister, sister some more. Yeah. (laughs) Like in the twin pantheon, you have like, you have uh, the two parent traps, right? Sure. You have twins. Uh, Arnie and Davina. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. You have uh, dead ringers. Mm -hmm. Oh, great movie. Prestige. Yeah, sure. like there is like a pretty great good movie. collection. Jack and Jill. Of Jack and Jill. Adaptation. I mean, we're talking about some of the great films of all time. Uh, yeah, Man in the Iron Mask. Man in the Iron Mask. Uh, fuck. I'm now I'm googling uh, twin movies. Uh. L'amant double. Yes. Double, double impact Lover. with a uh, bad dam. Oh right, that's true. What yes. a great film! Twin Dragons with Jackie Chan. Right, I feel like a lot of action stars at one point they were like Jackie Chan and Jackie <laughs> yeah. Chan. Like that's the pitch. What's better yeah. than one Jackie Chan? Every yeah. Olsen yeah. Twins movie, obviously. Right, yes. you know, which it takes two is kind of a shitty half remake of Parent Trap. It takes two, winning London, yeah. um, Passport to Paris. When sure. they went to Paris, New York Minute, Paris. where they went to right. New York. Yeah. Uh, New York Minute. When had they to went go to, to a York. simple plan concert, I think. Uh, sure. Detective uh, Jim's dad. Uh, How the West was fun. I'm just reading out yeah. Olsen twins movies. Jesus, uh, there's so many. Sea World they made Mystery. A lot of movies. Yeah. They would make like one a year. Oh. Like direct to video. What's that movie with um, Selena Gomez? Is it Selena Gomez? Yeah. Uh, the one where she's like. It's called. Uh, it's not Central based like Monaco or something. Oh, oh yeah, no, oh, it is yeah. called Monaco. I think you're right. Uh, it's so good. That's a really good film. But it's not a villain. It's just a doppelganger. Is it not Selena Gomez? I think, I think that's more of a yeah, prince and a pauper thing, but right? Monte yeah. Carlo, not Monte, 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 Monte Carlo. Carlo. Yeah. But it, yeah, it's a doppelganger thing, yeah. but still like. But it's one. So she, plays, she plays. Oh two yeah, people. she plays two roles. Yeah, it's so such right, a good that's movie. a prince and pauper. Right. That's then that category. You file in your Daves. Yeah. You know the movies where two people happen to look the same and can switch places. We got to introduce our guest. We have to introduce our guest. I said that. Yeah. Our guests on are our experts, right? On two major on cinema. subjects. First and foremost, experts on cinema. Okay. They're both incredibly uh, intelligent, well-regarded, uh, well-respected film critics, but they also are experts on being twins. <laughs> boy, oh boy! It's a knowledge. We're it's born. We're born with that expertise. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we didn't have to do anything to gain it. Uh, returning yeah. guest, Manuela Lazic. It's me. First time guest, Elena Lazic. Hello. Yeah. Thank you for being here. Very oh, nice thanks for having here. us. Uh, so, so we're going to do a lot of that talking at the same time probably, but we're going to try not If to. you can recognize our voices. What's it so, like to be twins, guys? Uh, I don't know. I've never known anything else. Yeah. It sucks. 
It sucks. <laughs> like, now I have to drag said. her here. Like, I was the star of the show. What is this? Yeah. My cousin what just said that. Really? Oh, yeah. How is it? Seems like a lot of work. <laughs> it is a lot of work. Mm. Yeah. They, they seem happy, though. That's always the thing. I think just the, the parenting aspect of it, I think uh, about a lot. Just the two at once. Well, one there's time. that thing of yeah. like, you know, it's like. It's quite easy because they can play with each other. Yeah, sure. Right. 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 There's, yeah. Thing, there's things that are solved. And also, like, say you want to have two kids. Hey, you just had two kids. Yeah. yeah but You're done. Uh, That's uh, it. When our mom had us, she didn't want two kids. She just moved to a new country like two years before. Right. She barely spoke the language. Yeah. But she said that because we were together all the time, it was easy. She could just leave us there in the room right. and we would play together. Yeah. yeah. So, we developed our own little language, apparently, at some did point. You? Yeah, we yeah. would we just say things that don't. An idioglossia. That's what those are called. Oh. That, that's like a uh, quite a phenomenon, the the yeah. twin language thing. I think so. I yeah. mean, it probably didn't last until like when we started actually to speak, right. we mm-hmm. dropped it. But, yeah, but it was a thing. I, I have Secret a f- language. friend who had uh, younger twin sisters, where they it apparently took them a longer time to drop it, oh. and it was like a big point of concern in the family that they would never, not yeah. that they were nonverbal, but they were not. Uh, verbal in a way that worked for anyone else. Yeah. 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 You know, like yeah. my best friend, one of my best friends in, from England is a twin. And uh, don't sorry, fuck, the, fuck right off. <laughs> I don't want to do it. We're going to get to that no. with the movie, the though. I swear to God. Don't worry. And, um, He's doing the bit and you're going to have to cut all this out. Yeah. You know, I feel like his mom, like, sort of insisted on him and his brother. They both went to the same school, but in right. being in separate in classes. In the United States. You got to make those decisions of like, do you want to just sort of like have him be a yeah. pair or you want to push well, him apart? Is that going to be a good idea? Yeah. We tried for a long, long time. We were not in the same classes and we took different things to study. Sure. But then eventually we both ended up taking Latin and Italian sure. and wanting to do English. And so there, and had there no was choice. only one yeah. Classroom oh, right. That was you had do that. to be yeah. Yeah. And at first we were like, this is horrible. But then it was really fun until it was horrible again. But then <laughs> it's fine. No, but like we, 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 we were f- afraid of having competition. Then we're like, oh, actually, right. no, it's support. And then we're like, okay, no, this is a bit shit. Like, but it was fine. <laughs> it was but fine. then we ended up high school with exactly the same amount of like points on the on the final oh exam. Yeah. Really? The, brevet uh, the, the points that you gain through all your sco- all your grades throughout like the, the last four years yeah. or something. And it was just like, we didn't get the same grades, but we ended up with the same amount, literally the same. That's crazy. Uh, that yeah. was really weird. Like it, everything combined together would yeah. end up yeah. averaging out the same. That's nuts. And then the two of you have also like worked in two different fields mm-hmm. that are the same. That's, yeah. I'm phrasing this poorly. <laughs> no, it's, you know? it's a lot but of like doubles. But you twice have ended up in the same career. Right. Yeah. Well, the first one, uh, it's because we look the same. Right. So right. it's interesting. Modeling is because we both look the same and the same age. And we got into it because we were found at the same time you being at the same supermarket. Yeah. So mm-hmm. someone Which supermarket, us though? In, uh, in our hometown. Yes. Clermont- it doesn't Ferrand? exist anymore, I think. It doesn't exist. Yeah, they tore it down. But history was they made there. They should have put a plague, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we're going to... Eventually, when we're rich and famous. Yeah. But uh, yeah. And then we started writing about movies because we both like movies and we both went to study movies because we were like, well, we happen to like the same thing. Yeah. So it's not any, and we don't even do exactly modeling the same way. No. When we model, like every time we meet clients, they're like, twins, that's such a good idea for the next project. I'm like, oh, yeah, great. But then every single client has that idea. So it's like, they think it's very original, but it's not. But it's really fun to do to do it together because we know each other but at the same time like we don't necessarily do all the same stuff in modeling but also in writing oh yeah like we have quite a different writing style um, one is better than the other yeah don't, don't <laughs> tell you which one I, I will also say like uh, I've done like modeling but I've had to do these like photo shoot like promotional photo shoot things mm-hmm. and I find it very like 
uh, I get very self-conscious when I'm the only person there mm-hmm. yeah, versus true. when you're like in a photo with another mm-hmm. person. It's very odd when it's a bunch of people surrounding you in lights yeah, definitely. and it's sort of silent. Everyone's just staring at you. Mm-hmm. I imagine there's like a sense of security in yeah. being I mean, able to do it together. We started when we were like 15, 16 and if we had been alone, we would never have done it. Yeah. Like, our parents yeah. were like, okay, it's fine because you're together. So, yeah. right. And it's true that it's Can easier. Like when yeah. I have to shoot with another model that I don't know, it's it's maybe better than by myself, but it's still like really weird because we don't necessarily understand each other's, you know, behavior, language, or whatever. chemistry. There's no yeah, chemistry. there's no chemistry. Whereas if we're together, like it's just the most natural thing in the world. Yeah, yeah. There's the thing this movie does that I feel like a lot of twin movies do, where it's like they're very different. Like they love mm. this idea of the twins right. being opposite, and then there are the few things that they're exactly the same on. Right. Yeah. Mm. Right. Which are so like kind of stupid and small. Yes. Mm. And just kind of like blendery. They are blendery. Yeah. Certainly in this movie. Blendery, so you don't know what that means. I'm not going to How can I explain? I didn't realize that was a the blank bl- check. Term. The blender, is that right? What do you mean? Yeah. The yeah. blender is like something that. Term invented by Alex Ross Perry, shout out. Yes, Alex Ross Perry coined that term. Yeah. It's when a, direc- like a director, is it across several films or is it in one movie? I can't remember. It's, it's like limited to a film. Yes. Yeah. There's like a character who has like one weird thing about them. And so it was in one film where is it? It's Enemy, it, of, the Enemy State, of the State. Enemy of the Will State. Smith keeps talking about his blender. He has a blender. And it's and, like, it doesn't right. serve any it's purpose. Ser- right. It never, it's not the end. He's yeah. like, oh, the blender is what I'll put in the machine to make. It's just yeah. the thing to like That's make right. it, I, I him seem like a real person. Yeah. Right. The most yeah. succinct way he's ever put it, it's it's a thing that only exists to be a thing. Yeah. Right. Mm. Right. It serves no story function. It doesn't tell you anything about the character other than there's like a specific yeah. that they can keep on going back to. I quite like those. Like, it gives a lo- like human dimension. Right. To, yeah. That's the idea. It's like a quick you gotta fix do it fast. to make right. it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. In that movie, it's when they eat the Oreos with peanut butter. Right. Just like, right. Oh my God. Like, like, we both yeah. do this. Yeah. And I've never done that. I read that Nancy Mayers just like wrote this because she was like, I need a weird thing. Right. right. So I was like, oh, it's actually not a thing? Like, I was like, Did she invent it? She just it? made it up. She invented it. She and just made it up. That sounds just insane. But then I was like, maybe Americans do it. Because they say, apparently, apparently it's not. I tried Oreos with like sorbet the other day, which I thought was really good. With so- sorbet? Yeah. That's probably well, that's, did you just I have mean, like sorbet in the house? I bought some sorbet. Why not? When sorbet it's shopping. What flavor? Raspberry. Good flavor. That's a bit intense. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. The parent trap. The parent trap. <laughs> well, so Nancy Myers, right. I think, yes. yeah, as you say, her big argument <laughs> is we're getting on the parent trap. It's fine, Ben. Going great. We get Ben's, that. Ben's oh. micless this morning. Um, is uh, she's she's the only person left making these kind of movies in Hollywood. That's right. her blank check. I mean, not all, also her movies are very expensive. That's the other thing. Her movies are very expensive and very long. Very and long. Have weird narrative tangents. And like Hollywood usually squashes movies like this now because they're like, oh, that's television or oh, this right. is too much money for like, you know, whatever. These movies don't make money overseas, whatever. Yeah. Right. There's all those sort of. Like, they're also real movie star movies. Like they're movies yeah. that yes. are sold by yes, are. stars, which yeah. doesn't really happen. Although no one this, cares is about not, stars this is not that movie. Mm hmm. No, it, it made a star. It became yeah. a star movie. Sure. Yeah. It is it is sold on uh, the talent of the main actress. Yes. yes. But she's not a star. No, she's but the first role. when you first see her well, uh, interacting with other kids, you're just mm-hmm. like, this is insane. Because yeah. you never see... Like, I, I always admire films where you see kids, uh, kid actors mm-hmm. being amazing and interacting in real like kid terms and being really touching and like real because that's so impressive to me that's always so impressive and i think that movie is really about like the talent of acting of that 
of yeah. Lindsay Lohan. That, that's, that's the headline true. of this movie is it's it's a fucking stunning performance. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's insane. Which also makes this movie kind of depressing to watch now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Just because it's like Life the fucking churn of like this horrible industry, mm-hmm. you know? You like look at this person who clearly was just like so fucking capable. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that's really stunning about her in this is that she does seem like a real kid. Yeah. yeah. Like she doesn't have that like overly plastically like child star thing that especially happens in Disney movies. Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. playing two different, very distinct characters, then also playing them playing each other. And yeah. in all four iterations, she seems like a real child. Mm. And they ask her to do a British accent. I mean, right. who would ask that of a kid? Yeah. That, that's just crazy to me. Right. And she does it pretty well. It's, I yeah. mean, both of you live in London. Yeah. I feel like I have less of an ear for this. And David has no context to understand this. No, no, no. Oh, fuck yourself. <laughs> but but it, I do think the accent holds up pretty it, it well. Does. Right? Does. Yeah. She does it like extreme posh. But, yeah. But yeah. it's yes. kind of very awesome. But that, is the, that's the that story. is the original movie. Of course, Haley Mills is English. So mm-hmm. Haley Mills yeah. was having to do it. An American accent for right. a parent trip, but that's easy. It's easy. Yeah, yeah. It easy. Especially for like Lindsay Lohan's like a Long Island girl. She is. She was yeah. born in the Bronx, raised on Long Island by yeah. her delinquent fucking parents who, yeah. you know, uh have had trouble with her dad was a like day trader who like got arrested or you know, right? Like I'll, I'll make a very this dramatic family. They had trouble being humans. Uh-huh. Um so you know, uh then she was uh a kid model from the age of three. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, she was in 60 commercials. Yeah. Pizza Hut, Wendy's, that kind of stuff. And then she was in a, Another World, which is a soap opera. And then this was her film debut. Correct. And how Disney old was she in that? really in, doubled down. In, in, she, uh, wait, how old was she in this movie? Yeah. She's 11. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. Wow. And she's playing twins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then she didn't make another theatrical film until Mean Girls. I mean, uh, Freaky Friday. Excuse me. Yes. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. No, there was some time off in between. She did a she Disney makes, Channel movie. Yeah. She makes uh, Life Size and Get a Clue. Right. Mm. Right. Uh, Life Size, I believe, is where Tyra Banks is her doll who comes to life. Correct. Currently oh, in production wow. on a sequel. Are you serious? That Tyra Banks is in, but Lindsay Lohan isn't. What? It seems. That movie uh, has a weird, weird cult you, following. You're right. Life that? Size 2. Weird following. Seems like something you wouldn't really make now. Uh, uh, correct. Sure. For some True. obvious That's reason. literally objectify a person. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. But and, that was, uh, she was one of these kids who clearly got into like a seven-year Disney deal. Like she makes yeah. this movie, and then they she's give in her two Get TV a movies. Clue. Right, that which was is Disney another Channel Disney movie. Channel movie, yes. Right. Life Size, I think, was on ABC. About like a rich Manhattan kid who, I don't know, there's I like a mystery a she solves. She's exactly. like, it's a yeah. shitty, shitty mm-hmm. And then in 03, so five years after Parent Trap, she does Freaky Friday, which is she is both phenomenal in and the better actor to like Jamie Lee Curtis doing amazing stuff. But I think Lindsay mm-hmm. Lohan is like underrated in that movie. Yeah. I mean, she came out of the gate. Cause she has the tough role. She has to be the tight ass. Yes. Mm-hmm. Cause it's Jamie Lee Curtis is playing a kid and she's so mm-hmm. funny and silly. And like Lindsay Lohan has, Lo- Lohan, Lohan has to play a, you know, the, the a stick in the mud. Person. There was, yeah. I, I find in retrospect, this annoying thing of, I feel like at the time people were like, yeah, well she's like an engaging personality, but let's see if she can evolve into like a serious actress. And you look at like, that run of like Parent Trap, Freaky Friday, Mean Girls, those are all like pretty complicated performances. Yeah. 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 Very demanding. She's so good in Mean Girls. She's so fucking good in Mean Girl in a role that like 
could be nothing in the hands of a well, less Well, not only that, but that movie is all these fun actor. supporting performances right, yeah. that are so dominant, That's like Rachel point. McAdams and like mm. Tim Meadows kicking out. People who are allowed to go really big, which it makes it yeah. hard to not disappear into the yeah. tapestry yeah. of the film unless you're really smart yeah, about how you not, play it. She's not actually like this empty vessel at all. Yes. Like when you watch the movie, you mm-hmm. could just watch her and it would be still interesting. She's a magnetic screen performance yeah. but that's the uh, thing it's performer. like the problem with all Nancy Mayer's movies is everyone no one takes them seriously because they're fun yes. romantic comedies sure. or child or kid right. movies and no one gives a shit and now now that they don't get made anymore now we're like oh well those were really complex and interesting and great sure. performances yeah. and yeah well it's a bit late now well, yeah. well, I'm not saying know. that would have changed something in Hollywood but I'm just saying you know She's still making her movies, one hopes. One hopes she will make another movie. Well, this movie is sort of a bridge into her style because, I mean, the the roots of her career are her collaboration with her ex-husband, Charles Shire. She would co-write all the films. The further context, right? Right. Charles Shire, uh, she would co-write with him, but he would direct. Yes, and Mm -hmm. she talked about how she was trying to write on her own for a while and couldn't sort of break through. She was always being discounted, discredited. I think she was able to Trojan horse as being part of a duo mm. and the fact mm. that he would direct his films so she was like tied on to them as like part of the incubation process. She was born in Philadelphia. Boom. This is the first episode. We got to do yes. Nancy. Context. Uh, her father was an executive at a voting machines manufacturer. Her wow. mother was an interior designer. Wow. Ah. Who was also a volunteer in the Head Start program, which is you know, okay. preschool. Cool. Yeah. Um, Raised in a Jewish household in Drexel Hill, which is like, uh, you know, the Pennsylvania Mm -hmm. mainline. Gets into theater. uh, Gets into screenwriting when she sees The Graduate. She went to Lower Marion High School, which is, uh, you know, uh, a big fancy school. uh, Kobe Bryant went there, uh, you know, famous school. My friend Anna went there. Shout out, Anna. Um, (laughs) And then she worked uh, in TV and uh, yada yada moves to LA you know she just like oh man she started a small cheesecake business what? did wow. she know this uh, I did not know this oh my god what was it called what was it called yeah I don't know let's find out um, I just I'm trying to find the direct quote right now but doesn't say the name I read the story about how no one would take her seriously as a screenwriter and the big change for her was Private Benjamin which no one wanted to make. They kept on getting rejected at every fucking studio. And then they got Goldie Hawn attached. The movie was a massive success. And then it got it's a great movie. And surprising it got an Oscar, Oscar nomination. nominations. And she got an Oscar nomination for she Best did. Screenplay. Mm. And that sort of set them off on a big career. So she co-wrote that with Charles Shire, mm-hmm. uh, who um, was a, a, a friend mm-hmm. first and then, uh, then a husband. Yes. And uh, who, Harvey Miller is the other writer on that movie, right? Yeah, every studio passed on it, uh, you know, blah, 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 huge hit. And then they do Irreconcilable Differences together. Which is a movie about uh, Polly Platt and Peter Bogdanovich's divorce. Uh, Sure, starring Ryan O'Neill and Shelley Long and Drew Barrymore, right? Like a teen, it's like a teen Drew Barrymore, like my parents suck movie, right? Yeah, the poster is like the two of them and then she's like scribbled graffiti like devil horns on them or something. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Weird movie. Not a hit. No. It, it, but it, it uh, exists in the canon of movies made by other directors about Peter Bogdanovich's relationships. Okay. <laughs> along with Star 80. Sure. Yeah, that guy's got a messy personal life. Uh, then they work on a movie called Protocol starring Goldie Hawn. Hawn. Uh-huh. Hawn. I don't Hawn, know what that was. Yeah. Uh, who is a cocktail waitress who prevents the assassination of 
A visiting Arab emir? Uh, you are mistaken. That movie doesn't exist. <laughs> doesn't sound like it exists. Uh, Baby Boom. Right, uh, that was which pretty is big. An, another Charles Shire it's movie with Diane Keaton. Yeah, she's establishing her people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they remake Father of the Bride, mm-hmm. starring Steve Martin, which was and Diane Keaton. Very big, very big. Uh, again, Shire is directing it. Yeah. So then they do a sequel right. based on Father's Little Dividend. Thankfully, mm-hmm. they don't call it that because mm-hmm. it's the grossest title in the world. Yeah. Uh, they're working on a third. They have a third script that they wrote, but I think yes. they they break up. Oh. Uh, before, but they're both credited on this, which makes me think. Oh yeah, they. So he produced this movie. They broke up on the set of this movie, insane. Which yeah. she refers yeah. to in that big New York Times profile of her from the It's Complicated Days. Mm-hmm. It's like the most traumatic thing that ever happened to her. Wow. Like and like clearly, you know. And then she only makes these movies about like yeah. kind of fuck up guys yeah. who you have to deal with who are still mm-hmm. in your life. Yeah, you know. There's always that character in all of her movies, but uh, but it's always yeah. reconciled eventually. It's always like. Very hopeful, very optimistic. Yeah, there, there is optimism. Yeah. She likes optimism. Mm. She yeah. likes uh, happy endings. And it's always surprising, but it's always, it always works. She likes maturity, too. Mm. I feel like she likes scenes where it's like, you know, you sit down, you have a fucking conversation. Yeah. yeah. Figure it out. People get over themselves. But not so much in The Parent Trap where these two yeah. emotional right. Idiots. idiots. Right. No, I mean, Parent Trap is clearly her being like, okay, how do I get to direct a movie? Sure. Right. Uh, the Father of the Bride films were Touchstone. So they're right adjacent to Disney. Disney at this period of time was remaking a lot of the live action Disney films from right. the 60s and 70s. They were all sort of being churned up. It's a clear bridge to like, oh, you guys did parent, uh, Father of the Bride, Father, Parent, yeah, Trap, thing. right, whatever. <laughs> um, I, I think this was just sort of a way to get her foot in the door. But it's interesting how many of the sort of hallmarks, not in yeah. the thematic, obviously what the source material is, but what she does with it, how it yeah, differentiates definitely. itself. I mean, A, in that it, both uh, households become uh, exorbitantly wealthy. Yeah, oh my God. She and Shire are still friends. I'm reading this yeah, profile. Yeah, okay. I think now. Okay. Uh, what were you yes. about to say, Moni? I was just saying, yeah, like um, even in the story, I think in The Parent Trap, you can see a lot of her because there's the whole, yeah, those people are stupid and they don't talk, but when they do, it's good and it's important. And when they they like make up at the end, it's very it's very much like something's got to give to me. Like, it's kind of like, it's like, ah, oh, fuck yeah, let's go back together. And you're like, okay, cool. Yeah, right. yeah right. Without, it feels without very without much. Because uh, like, it's all about their feelings. It doesn't have to make like, sense. Do you remember yeah. why we broke up? Like, yeah. Let's not remember that. Yeah, exactly. Right. You, don't see, you never see that. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 That, that yeah. already happened. Like, yeah. oh, like, mm, oh, it's nice to see you. Right. Like, yeah. There's another thing that I love about this movie, which is I always just get frustrated with uh, comedies, especially romantic comedies, but any type of big studio comedy that is predicated on a lie, uh-huh. where it's all about the tension of right, they keep you this need, up, when are they going to get caught? Then you have to suffer mm. through that mm. second act reveal where it's like, I'm sorry that I lied, and everyone's mad at each other for a while. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this movie weirdly kind of works around that by having both lies be volunteered, like you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The reveals. Like, well, the other thing is like mm-hmm. the parents can't be mad because right. they are defenseless. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They can't be like, well, we kept you apart for a very good reason. Yeah. What? <laughs> no. what they, they meet, the universe is going to collapse. Right. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. like yeah. There's, there's no defense. Yeah. But the None other, is offered. The other part of it is that this movie, other than a couple key sequences, isn't that big into like the twin trickery. No. Which no. I feel like the trailers really showcased that. 
Yeah, they only do it the one time, really. Right, and it felt like it was like one of those, like, I remember when the trailer came out, I didn't bother to see this movie when it came out, and I would go see every fucking movie like No, you sound like a piece of shit. Yeah, and I saw it on video, and my mom and I were like, this is really well directed. I saw this film in theaters in the United States of America. That's right. I understand why you put a point on it. Where else would you have seen this? I was here on vacation. Okay, Ben, cut that out. (laughs) I Um, was. I saw it at the AMC Lincoln Square. Hey, the Gentleman's Theater. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I feel like the trailers really played up the like the camping trip shit. Sure. The sort of like them walking in and out of different doors. But it's doors, actually more movie about having a twin. Yeah, yes. having someone yeah. in the world that you didn't know before. It's not really about like what could we do? If we're twins. It's more like I have a twin. This is great. Like, yeah. Oh, it's about family. Yeah, it's really not about like. It's the, more about the parents. The it's not about like how weird it is to have a twin. It's about like I have a sister. Can I please be with my sister? Yeah, right. which is when you not what you expect. My favorite thing about this movie too is how much it's about these two girls getting to see like the alternate version of their lives. Mm. I think it puts a lot of attention into them getting to enjoy. Yeah, yeah. these sort of how the other half lives, what the yeah. other parents like. But the, the one thing that makes it maybe a bit less interesting is that they're both like wealthy as shit. So it's yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're like, oh yeah, well, this is That's where some, Nancy's but as, right. Yeah, right. yeah exactly. I know. it would but be really traumatic if one of them I know, had but to have grown up. There, there is, right. there if there it was is a, a Prince Popper thing. Yeah, they right, would like right, hate right, each right. other. There is a movie, a French movie. I think it's, uh, I think it's, uh, La vie est un long fleuve tranquille, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, Life is a Long Quiet River. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it's called. Good title. Where it's, it's a great film. Where basically, some people realize that at birth, two kids were swapped. Uh-huh. And then, they realize, and the kids are like still young, but one is like in a really rich family, and the other one is a very poor family. So the film is really like love dread and love just hatred. Yeah. And, th- and that's super interesting, because they're not twins, but it's just about the difference of like... Wow, where you're born is important. Yeah, sure. that's why the title well, is actually like sort of ironic. It's like the, yeah. our life is only a quiet river if you're really rich. Right. Yeah, right. exactly. It's, really it's, it's a really movie about class, yeah. but it's it's so excellent. But that's why that's what I I find in the the parent trap. It's all very you know oh how lucky well, it makes sense. Well, Nancy this, Myers, right, right. Yeah, she, she wouldn't make something about money. It's also like Nancy Myers. Like, it wouldn't be a problem. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think Nancy Myers approaches wealth in the way that like. A, a superhero movie director approaches like set pieces. Yeah. yeah where it's yeah. like you need shit to show in the trailer. Like you need production yeah. value. You need bones. a huge house. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need incredible looking clothes. Like well, this lets her do two visions of wealth too. Yes, you got, yeah. you know, uh, hoity toity English life, yeah. right? But then you got like ranch sort of mm-hmm. slightly like, you know, Land's End catalog yeah. style Napa Valley. That's where the Nancy really shows because it's like you meet these two girls. I mean, I love the fact that the first 30 minutes of the movie, you just start at the camp, you meet yeah. them there, you don't have a sense other mm-hmm. than what they right. say about their home That's lives. true. It's actually very clever, right? You don't see the parents at all, right? Right. You start with the kids, you build out. Right. Because yeah. I think a lot of shittier filmmakers would have just gotten that set up out of the way after 10 minutes and then done 80 minutes of trickery and then backed out right in the opening credit sequence right Mm -hmm. um but uh they set up this sort of high class low class thing yeah but yeah but then that's out the window right because oh there's the tough talking more colloquial i mean the american one sounds like bart simpson sure (laughs) she definitely almost says don't have a cat right that she asked her daughter like what are things that people say it's like i don't know tubular <laughs> and then the other one's like super kind of like sophisticated and yeah. squirmish and all that sort of stuff. Right, but and she also is like, like a rapping bro- butler is her right. best friend. Yeah. No, but I, but I was going to say, you just think like, okay, so the Ameri- 
American girls maybe got like a little more rough and tumble of a home life. And right. it's like, okay, she's got this rough and tumble dad who accidentally fell into a multi-million dollar <laughs> yeah. wine company. Like they found a way to make him like a salt to the earth, like all American guy who's also insanely yeah. wealthy. Yeah. It's like he raised horses, but they are his horses. Right, them. right. He owns, right. He owns, he owns several them. of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He has a whole whole hill where he just has his grapes growing. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. Yeah. Right. He's doing okay. Yep. Right, and and just seems like very like at peace with everything. Like both yeah. them have these incredibly big, successful careers where they're insanely well regarded, mm-hmm. and they both just feel like I got this on autopilot. Yeah, like I know what I'm doing now. My career isn't a struggle at all. I just keep on doing the work that everybody loves. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's should also we, a crazy thing. What were you guys saying? I was Sorry. just saying, should we start from the beginning a bit? Yeah, oh, yeah. we're <laughs> yeah. in the beginning. We're we're no, beginning. no, I'm just I'm no. just mean like literally the sequences because I really love this opening sequence. Okay, Hit so. Me. Is the scene that sets up what happened in 1986. Mm-hmm. Right. So we see just um, two figures. We don't see their faces. Right. And it's a man and a woman. And they're on a boat on the Queen Elizabeth II. Of course, QE2. And uh, there's like, it's so already it's all slow mo and very wealthy and every, everything looks great. It's about a cruise and people are having dinner and soft focus, soft focus, a lot of soft focus. And someone is passing Slow-mo. a ring on the finger of a woman, and then we see them dancing. Right. We don't see their but their faces. We don't see what it is. Then someone comes to take a picture, and we see the picture. And it's the picture. It's the picture. Right. So it's uh, Dennis Quaid. Yes. And what's her name? Natasha R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Yep. And so I love that sequence because it's so simple and it's so it establishes everything and it establishes like the themes as well. Like you see already the wealth a bit, but that's not even theme. Like it's just a context, no. mm. and you see just like it's so romantic. It's, it's high so romance. romantic. Yeah. It establishes, I think, the um, aspirational thing of uh, Nancy Myers, which is like, to. which is yeah. like, you watch this this film. It's not real, but yeah, you, it just makes you dream about like. Mm. What if this life was possible? Like, it's ideal. If, yeah, these these two very um, exaggerated uh, romantic versions of a reality where money's not a problem. But, like that's kind of part of the. That's, it's like she's not making films about like real no. real world at all. But I think that's what's like. Yeah, it's the appeal. But but that's also the the really smart narrative function it has is like she sells you on like the high movie romance of this moment. Right. Yeah, like yeah. everyone wishes they had one night like sure. this. And then that becomes the representation for these two girls of like, we got to recreate this mm-hmm. thing. Like you really right. get yeah, an investment yeah. in that photo of the power it represents of like, oh man, that was that cool opening credit sequence. I'd like more of that. Yeah, yeah. Why sure. can't we get back but to that? Struggle. I think there's yeah. this idea that you got that, right? You right. got the storybook romance. And then you got their happy lives as fashion designers and wine Right, they're both merchants. doing pretty well in their own. And like, yeah. you know, maybe the, the parents of both decide, like, look, you can have one or the other. You couldn't have both. Like, I, you yeah. know, I've got all this, but, uh, you know, we couldn't make it work, but it's good because we all figured it out. And Nancy Myers is like, you can have both. Like, that, yeah. that's that's her big thesis. She's yeah. like, no, 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 yeah. you can do it. Yeah, that's you fine. Can do it. Yeah, you um, can dream. You need to grow up, maybe, yeah. like, yes. to do before you get to do it, but then yeah. you can do it. Yeah. Uh, the, the picture thing and, like, the um, setting up the idea of this romance at the beginning also, also I think, is what allows the movie to not be awkward when you realize that they're both doing really, really well. They're very, very <laughs> yeah. happy on their own. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, yes, we are, but remember that picture. Like, they could do that as well. Right. Like, why not? Yeah. And if you didn't have that, you'd be like, well, they're very happy. Like, they could just, you know, uh, send the girls one one country yeah, for six months, like, yeah. whatever. They would be yeah. fine. It's but such actually, a good yeah. high watermark. Yeah. Um, the other 
thing that's kind of crazy about this film is it's like Quaid and Richardson are the two established adult actors. They're the top two build people in the movie. Yes. This opening credit sequence, you're getting just slivers of them. You're only really seeing them face on in this still photo. And then they don't appear for another half yeah. hour. Dennis Quaid doesn't Longer, appear maybe. in motion until yeah. 45 minutes yeah, yeah, in, yeah, was, yeah, which that's... is kind of a really bold move for this sort of movie to be like, just invest in these two girls in their relation to He's coming mother. off a of dragon heart. He's People huge. <laughs> He's blooming. Are you kidding me? He's coming off a... Uh... Yeah. I don't know what the fuck Wyatt Earp. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. He's in a he's in a slump. Yeah, he is in a bit of a slump. Was, he's so fucking hot in this he's movie. So, so handsome. I, he's such a handsome guy. His Disgusting. that whole Lands End catalog kind of look, yeah. you know, with the sort of like shirt sleeves rolled up and like and also he's he grown does into nothing. his looks. You know? I like how he does nothing. Like he's just being like pushed got, around by yeah, these women. Yeah, his character's kind of yeah. an idiot. He's <laughs> kind of a, like just <laughs> having a good time. Like, it's great. Just think of like Nancy Myers making this movie and just having him be like hot and do nothing. It's yeah. just right. kind of nice. Like if you're a woman or like uh, you just, you know, you just fancy him and he, he he's just there. You can That's just great. He's just like this object like, that you right. can look at. It's Basically, cool. no one asks anything of him until the end of the movie when she's yeah. like, it's me or the kids. And he's like, oh, the kids. Right. The first she's time he's like, ever <laughs> made a decision <laughs> right. in his yeah. life. But he does successfully saw, I mean, this thing the movie comes down to where it's like, why didn't you chase me? And he's yeah. like, I didn't know I was supposed to. Right. Yeah. And you buy that he had never considered the fact without the character coming off as so dumb that you hate him. You buy that. <laughs> yeah. You don't buy that they would keep the kids apart. But we'll no, talk about we'll that. But that's, that. I mean, that's the sort of problem with this movie is like. It's the problem with the premise. Right. You have yeah. to buy into the, the central conceit, which makes this. no fun. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> what judge was like, oh, yeah, sure. The kids should live in separate countries and not know each other. You know, that's a good call. <laughs> my that guy right right my yeah. friends marina and nico who are incredible writers uh had a sketch they used to do that was the uh divorce meeting with the lawyer for the couple <laughs> in the parent trap and they're going over the division of the property and then once they bring up this concept the lawyer's like are you fucking kidding me that is the most traumatic thing and it's like so what you guys hate each other it's like no I mean we're pretty like <laughs> yeah we're we friendly just, just can't oh, no, really make it that's work that's the bit is they keep on saying we can't stand each other and it's like I don't know you seem very yeah, close yeah. Yeah, we don't really know what happened on that boat, really. No, but but yeah, I mean, I the the other moment I love is when the the shitty fiance tells Dennis Quaid unbuttons extra buttons on his shirt, and I yeah. think it's supposed to be this moment of like, oh, look how much she doesn't understand him that she's like making him do this embarrassing yeah. thing. You're like, I don't know, that's pretty fucking yeah. high. <laughs> good call. Dennis Quaid looks really good. Let's yeah. get a couple right. more buttons off. But first, summer camp. <laughs> There's some antics first. We got to oh, do yeah. some antics. This is very kids happy. 90s live action Disney. Class. It really also just feels like Nancy Myers being like, yeah, the kids will do stuff. What do kids have like furniture? Like they put them on roofs. <laughs> what do kids do? Like, yeah. you know, well, they're right. 11 years old. Yeah, they can put a bed on the roof. Yeah, they, yeah. yeah. No yeah. kids fence. Right. When yeah. can we get to all the hotels and fence. cool shit? Right. Like I want, I want, I want, Nan I want to Nancy this shit. But it feels Same. like this is the stuff she had to do in order to like because this, this yeah. section has a totally different tone. It feels like a very generic, like functional sort of like 90s kids comedy. Mm. The score is also totally different in this section it's got this weird synthy like yeah the Alan Silvestri score it's all over the place it mm. sounds for the first 30 minutes like they tempt the Driving Miss Daisy music because it's the same kind of like that's just the Driving Miss Daisy music right <laughs> but it's almost identical no I know what you're saying yeah. and yeah. then once they go to the rest of the movie it becomes this lusher sort of like mm. orchestral thing Yeah, but this is just like the, the kids doing prank wars on each other sure. you know mm. so it's a movie about much like the other great movie about twins the Prestige. Uh -huh. This is a movie about a prank. It's war. a movie about a prank. 
<laughs> yes. Um, but I love it. It'd be so I, funny if she just shot off the finger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm going to murder your greatest <laughs> love. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I didn't know how far they would go. I was like, yeah, oh my true. God. Like, the the insane piercing? trap in the cabin. I'm, I was just... How can you These do this? These are complicated. This, so this camp's way of dealing with it is like, go to that cabin. We'll, yeah. For days. Isolation cabin. <laughs> yeah. Right. They're not like for like three hours. They're like, we're just going to leave you there. Yeah. And they do that, that joke where they reference the, the great escape with the score. Like they sort of make it this weird, like friendly prison for the two yeah. of them. It's horrible. Um, but I, I quite, like, I don't like the antics and stuff as much, but I like them in this movie, especially because they allow a great play on the fact that they're twins but they don't know. Like yes. when they do the fencing and they right. put the mask on. Yeah, of course. Like, I find that so cool. Like it's really nice. I will say though it is a little weird that they're like we're identical and then they don't talk about it again for 20 minutes. Yeah. Then and they're then, like well like, I don't like don't you. Don't you understand? We're twins. I'm like yeah you should have got that um, from yeah, the beginning. Right. <laughs> how like how can you think about eating in a moment like this? Right. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't know. Yeah. Because like something like three identical strangers, they talk about when they see each other. Right. They're it's immediately like this lightning like, bolt. Yeah. So yeah. let's get right. the confirmation. But we're clearly right. twins. Right. And right. in the film, there's this moment where they shake hands and they're like, <gasps> because we can, there's like this connection right. in Parent Trap. Mm. And, but then the, that uh, for that moment was like when they realized that yeah. they're related, but that's not what happens. But even like they're the, just scared, I guess. The other like their campmates, the counselors are just like, "That's crazy! You look the same," yeah. but they don't go like, "You probably are yeah. related." That's the other thing, the counselors should be like, "Let's check the records on <laughs> these kids. Like, what is up?" Instead, Jan- it's yeah. Janice from Friends and the yeah. other person. Right. And they're just like, oh, these kids, they put furniture yeah, on the roofs, put yeah. them in the fucking box. <laughs> they probably have Locked their the date door. of birth somewhere. Written. Yeah, like, they, could they check, definitely you know? have that. Like, you both, medical records. You're both allergic to strawberries? Right, so right. This is weird. That's a thing that camps definitely have so yeah. that they don't kill kids. Yeah, you have to know allergies and shit like that. Yeah. And you have to lock up kids who put stuff on the roofs. And yes. Like you wouldn't, yeah, you I call mean, the parents or something. Like, I don't know how many kids almost had their neck broken in that scene like that's right. crazy there's the thing where it's all slippery and yeah, the, the slip like it's all slipped around room. and all I mean, the this is just one like insurance nightmare after yeah. another <laughs> all this shit they're doing yeah uh, they were on the roof like yeah. if, like at my summer camp if she a kid had climbed up that. on the roof they were carrying a bed on the roof yeah, right, right. They, they weren't even just you would get kicked out immediately of course right what happens if you fall off the roof you break your neck and then we're sued you're, right. you're this is an insurance nightmare out of here yeah. Yeah. right but I go think, back to it looks like you're from Napa okay. <laughs> right. but I, I, what I think is cool though with all those antique stuff is it shows how mature they are both of them mm-hmm. like when um, the first one I don't so I don't know which one is called what by the way Okay, so um, it gets let, it's uh, yeah, the fuck. Um, the the, um, the Napa yeah. girl. What's the name? The Napa girl is, uh, is Annie? Hallie. Is Hallie and Hallie. Annie is the London girl. Okay, okay yes. so when Hallie mm-hmm. arrives and she's got her bag under a pile of bags, and then a woman oh, right, helps right, right. another girl helps her, and then she's like, "Huh, that's my kind of woman." I was like, "Okay, I see. Like this is like this is how this woman, this girl talks, and they're right. all very mature and." Yes. They all. I don't think Nancy Myers can write kids. No, no I guess, I guess no. not. But it makes yeah. them so so much more interesting. It's I guess. somewhat. Ch- yeah. It's, yeah. it's charming. It's it, super charming. It, it is cool. charming. Yes. Yeah. And it's also one of the reasons why the Lohan performance is so impressive yeah. because th- this should not be actable. Yeah, <laughs> like no. these are not realistically written children, and in most hands they would be right suffering. Yeah. And also, yeah. right, half Lohan has to do this painful like English prim accent, right. like yeah, which yeah, should yeah. be annoying. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, she's got the fucking butler with like that should suck, but it <laughs> yeah. doesn't. Like yeah. it's actually it's a, fine. A they have a handshake. 
Yeah. Right. They got to do. The music that plays. I like that sting a lot. It's really stupid. I don't know who was like, yeah, let's put a bit of that song in this. Like, sure. Why not? Um, apparently there's a scene where they meet the queen. Did you know that? Yeah. That they I cut, out. cut out. That's crazy. Yeah. Mm. That's so well, it is a two and ten minute. Two <laughs> hours, ten no, minutes. It's not crazy they cut out. It's crazy they shot that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, I do think the, the moment with the fencing, I just like, you know, I hadn't seen this movie in a couple of years and I was just like, fuck, how do they set this up so they're fencing and they don't see each other's faces? Mm. Like how sweaty is this going to be? And there's just some really elegant blocking yeah. to set up why they don't catch each other at a peripheral vision. Yeah. They just have their back to each other and right. then they put the mask and they have it. But other That's than great. that, I think the only way this section really feels Nancy Myersy is that it's right here from the get-go, the classic Nancy Myers, Nancy Myers. Nancy Myers. Nancy Myers never makes a movie with less than five acts. It, yes, mm. this movie's like she yeah, she true. doesn't make she three doesn't. acts movie. No. Yeah. And this is like act one is the camp. Act one is camp. Act two is their separate the lives, switch. seeing how the other half lived. Yep. Mm. Then it's like the reconciliation. Right. Then it's the camping, camping trip. trip. Correct. Oh, the yeah. Hell? And then epilogue. Yeah. And then epilogue. And also the camp is sort of one and a half acts because first it's prank war and then you got the sort of extended isolation yeah. sequence. Mm. Yeah, true. Right. That's there's more like a, six guys. Right. There's yeah. There's like the adversary. Acts in this fucking movie. <laughs> there's the adversarial half of the camp thing, and then there's like the teamwork. Let's train each other to become each other. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Stuff. Right. 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 Mm. Can we um, talk about the scene? The, where they pierce the earrings. The that, ears. That's a great yeah. scene. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you know? I read that the, it's been cut in the UK. Really? Too graphic. And from the Disney uh, broadcast because they didn't want copycats. Right. That, yeah. that, that's, that I believe. That's exactly oh, yeah. what I was thinking. I was like, if I had seen this movie when I was yeah. 11, I you probably would've... would have tried it. I was like, this makes sense. But also, that's how but you. Lindsay Lohan got her ears it. pierced for this movie. <laughs> like, you, can you do can't it like say that. that. Like, it's you fine. can't say that on the podcast. Sure. You don't want all the kids who listen to Blank Chat. Committing hey. copycat Hey, 11 year old. So you can take a needle and <laughs> get it real hot. Yeah. And then use a, a lemon on the other mm-hmm. side? Is that? Mm-hmm. I think it's an apple. I, I No, it's, a, it, it's a lemon. Isn't it it? it can't be. That must that, hurt that would, so much. That would kill her. Like, she, she would, would, like, she would pass collapse. out. Yeah. Hey, ma'am. They use fruits. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Uh. But uh, I know at least one girl who pierced her ears at camp. Like really? that is a rite yeah. of passage That's I have insane. heard of. Wow. You know, because even the parents aren't freaked out. They're like, oh, and you got your ears pierced. I know. Yeah. They don't yeah. say like, did you go to Claire's or something? Yeah. Like, was there a field <laughs> trip to a mall? Like, if it's when a did camp this happen? Where you can do fencing. Like, you can probably get yeah. It's your a fancy camp. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Like, you can probably do anything right. in that camp. That's the best camp you got in America. Yeah. Oh, you got a breast implant. Yeah. Put your hair and you got new new clothes and. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you got a full back tattoo. You got a yeah. Ben Affleck Rising Phoenix back tattoo. Yeah, um, eleven years old. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they were going through some shit. Yeah, uh, so that they, they they hatch they hatch the plan because right mm-hmm. th- there's the moment where they start to respect each other's sure. game. You know why? Because she has to close a window. <laughs> she has to close the window because right, it's windy the rain, and they right, smile right. at each other. Like, right. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> And then they have the pictures. They unite the pictures. Yeah, Just nice like word. Justice League United yeah. the Seven, they unite the pictures. <laughs> they unite the two. Yeah, right. What I really like in that uh, isolation scene is when they talk about their parents. Right. And it's so cute because they're like, I love my dad so much. I can talk to him about everything. And then she's like, do you know your dad? Like, no. 
but I love my mom. She's right. so cool. Like she, she makes cool. dresses, and I love her. Do you know your mom? No. <laughs> that mom is like so heartbreaking. It's, it's so almost sad. too much for a movie. It's like yeah. oh my god, like she misses her mom. Yeah. Well, you, and, and then also, when you think about the premise, you're like, why did they yeah. do this to <laughs> yeah. their pet, to the you, kids? You keep oh. waiting for the movie for them to be like. This we should never have done this. Yeah. They never yeah, do. And they never <laughs> regret they it. Never they just apologize like, to right. these yeah. kids. Just like, oh well, they're united now. That's nice. There's, yeah. there's yeah. a sense yeah. of like getting back together for a better future without any regret about no, the past, yeah. which is crazy. If years I, if I learned my parents had done that, I would like scream and I hit them or something. I would, just, I would just freak out. Being a parent and not seeing your child for over a decade yeah. Yeah. and not having it be a situation where like the government stole your child, <laughs> where you openly, like willingly volunteered to never see your child again. Just, just because, because the other Solomon. one looks the same. Right. It's not yes. like the same child. Like, and they could, the they well, right, you guys are twins. Can you confirm you guys are just the same? So it's like one is the we same the same as person, two. Yeah. Like, yeah, when right, I when right, I right. can't talk to someone, like she just does it. Like yeah. which is right, exactly. We're exactly yeah. the same. We right. we yeah. should make it clear to our listeners that everything that either one of you has said has been said in unison by the other at the same yes. time. <laughs> yeah. And it's surround sound. Right, right. So yeah. right. This is in stereo, right? Yeah. This is in stereo, right, Ben? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. This is in stereo. Um Yep. I don't know what else to <laughs> lie. Um, Throwing the mic to you. Cool. Hi. Hi, Ben. Hello. Nice to see you again. Nice to see you as well. Yeah. Welcome Hello. here. <laughs> Thank I, you. I, I think we should get back to talking about the sure. episode. Sure. But, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was just what I wanted. That was Ben. Uh, I wanted to say another thing. Yeah, for a while I, I asked Elena if she thought we should maybe do it with um, one of us doing a very heavy British accent. Sure. No, and the other one, yeah, she said no straight away and she insulted me. Because you, um, you did some of the British accent and I wanted to kill you. I know, because I don't think it's a great accent. I don't know. I mean, I, no offense to anyone who speaks with a British accent. There's, I just but, want to make clear, there's no such thing as a British accent. What do you mean? There's English accent, Scottish accent. So no anyway, I don't know. I'm not even. That's what I meant. Like I'm, English. I'm accent. French. I don't know what I'm saying. No, so I know. No, most people yeah. say that. And, yeah. uh, I always right. am a pedant about so, it. So why? Shut the. Because f- <laughs> he's pedantic. We have to talk about. Yeah, yeah I am. I am pedantic. Yeah. Right. All right. So but, you wanted to do this bit, but then yeah, Elena because shut it you, down. I would accept if you did the Scottish accent, like for example. Sure. Can uh, you do a Scottish? Okay. No. Can try. I don't know. I don't know what to do. But anyway, it's just because I have no idea if people will figure out who is speaking when when they listen to this podcast. I you think it'll be fine. Voices. You think so? Yeah. yeah, and you have different Elena's haircuts, like a, so everyone will be able to tell the difference. When right, 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 right. We have yeah. different haircuts. Yeah. That's true. Um, <laughs> That's the big key distinction in terms of the audio. Yeah. You can hear in my voice that yeah. I have longer hair than you. Right, yeah. 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 So they do the switcheroo. So, have you guys anyway. ever done a switcheroo? Everyone always asks us. I know. I mean, it's the hackiest we're question. We're very good girls. We're yeah. very boring, so we never did it. Sure. We did one time. What was I remember we did once. One time why. we had to go pick up our results from our baccalaureate. Yeah, that was like a very important thing. And we yeah. decided to try it for the first time there. And I was <laughs> terrified. <laughs> like, I, I assume it's very similar to GCSEs where you have to like go to school in the summer. And yeah. you like get handed an envelope yeah, and exactly. you have to like open it in front With of everyone. ID. It was like With the worst ID. experience of my life. Yeah. Yes. And so I and think so, I yeah, went you. decide, you. like, yeah, let's stress each other yeah. out more. <laughs> you went for, for me because I was busy or something. I wasn't in the country and I was yeah. terrified and yeah. it was pretty bad. But then we never kept, did it again. You were very scared. I was like, that's fine. No one, no one cared. It was good. Wait, so wait, did you go in as yourself, leave, and then go in as... I wasn't in the country. I no, it was me. Oh, she, oh, I, I got my ID and she did it. Yeah. 
So sure. did you one time. go in, collect yours, leave, and then pretend to be Elena, go back in a second time? Yeah, that's my question. I think I maybe went on two different days. Yeah, right, okay. right, right. Right. The was more convincing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we had the same hair at the time. Yeah, sure. we looked more like this much is more. my big question. Do you think? And I, I accept it doesn't harm the movie. We, mm-hmm. we have to buy into the premise. Do you think there's any scenario in which either of these parents would not be able to tell that their child was different? I know they look the mm. same, but like, do the two of you think like at the times where you have the same hairstyles, there you would ever have been able to trick your parents? No, no, right? But they just know instinctively. So? No. Yeah, they just they, know. They, they sometimes mix us up on the phone. Yeah, sure, or when sure. we have our Which back turned or something. Right. Yeah, right, right. and when but, we, when um, we were like very small babies, like we looked more alike, but like right. all babies look alike. But mm. then, no, I think even at 11, we looked, we, they could definitely, definitely. I mean, if you look at pictures of us then, we definitely look different. It's just this weird thing in the movie where, like, the mom and the dad buy it wholesale, and then, like, Chessie and the grandpa are the people who sniff it out. Well, <laughs> well, Ch- Chessie is, uh, you know, she says the name. That's when Chessie starts the best scene in the movie. She's uh, also world's greatest detective, Chessie. Chessie. Yeah. And the grandpa figures that right. But the grandpa's like a wise old grandpa. Yeah. Right. He hears Puffing her on, on the pipe. phone. Right. That's right. why. Right. Right. But you get the sense that it's because they, these two people spend more time with the kids than the parents, which sure. is very sad. Yes. You're like, yeah. oh my that's god, good, like the parents, point. the parents right. never spend time well, with their daughters, they, right. so we don't know what they actually look like. I want to talk about Chessie. So and this is a perfect segue. What enough. a name. So they do the citra yeah. Chessie. So, what a name. Yeah. They 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 do this switch. So now, you know, uh fucking Hallie is going to England and yeah. Annie's going to Napa, right? So Annie's in Napa. And you get sort of two isolated 15 minute seconds. Exactly. They stick yeah. with one, then they go to the other. And so you got, oh, here's Dennis Quaid. I missed you so much. Like you can never go to camp again. Yeah, you know, he's being god, so he's cute. handsome. And then yeah. Chessie, played by Lisa Ann Walter, who yeah. is sort of like, I don't know, like the sort of B-list Julie Kavner she's, of the 90s. She she's like a here. stand-up, right? Like, she was her character a character only exists yeah. to make the food because Dennis Quaid, who has to raise his daughter by himself, doesn't know how to cook anything. Right. He, they don't right. need a nanny. They don't need a. They don't no, need her dad. He can just like make a normal meal every day. It'll be fine. But he has she, the time. He's never working. He's just there. And, and she seems like a lifelong friend yeah. of Dan. She says that she she's known there, her right. for eleven so years. This, I think she's Chessie's also sort here. of a business assistant. No, but no, this. So immediately, I mean, we're. I'm watching it with my girlfriend. We're both just like, who is this what's, person? What's, yeah. the, what's the deal? What's yeah. the Chessie yes. structure? Break yeah. it down. Is she an aunt? Like, is that what it is? No. Okay. She's an employee. Like, but she lives with them like yeah. what is and she sort of jokingly calls herself the butler right yeah but like at no point does nancy ever just say like let me just clarify who this person yeah. is never <laughs> never clarify like is yeah. she the turtle is she the e <laughs> right. yeah where does she fit into the quaid on she's kind of the e she's kind so of the e yeah. we, were, we were watching this movie yesterday for, because elena needed to see it and we watched sure. it with our friend uh, marie Yes, Marie Barney, 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 very Barney, good Barney. person, yep. and uh, and she had. We seen were wondering the same thing. We're like, who is this? Yeah, and she was yeah. like, it's so bizarre because she's kind of coded at first as maybe a lesbian character. Yes, mm-hmm. and kind of like uh, where's a lot of Frances McDormand in something's got to give. Very you know? yes. similar to yes. Frances McDormand, but, but then or Rita Wilson. But in, then mm-hmm. she gets with the butler. Yeah, so yeah. it's all very weird which it's Nancy kind of, loves to just tie those little loose yeah, ends yeah. off yeah. maybe and, and also the butler is kind of coded as gay at first 
because he's kind of like he gives advice on the clothes and yeah. uh, he's very like friendly and then he and starts wearing this like leather jacket and he's in a swimsuit and I don't want to see that yeah. Yeah. and then but yeah. that's why it's like yeah. they're more they're actually a more interesting couple because they're both like maybe they're conventional like, yes. bisexual it's cool like maybe, maybe he's just, just like open. a normal person who's yeah. like not just a super macho Dennis yeah. Quaid guy but, he's but not I, coded by Hollywood he's right. so I'm like I'd like to see them like do whatever just see more of them like together as a couple Nancy was the first person to ever be woke. And also... <laughs> the very first. Ever. Yeah. I do think it's interesting that it's, like, not, like, a lavender marriage thing. It's that they, like, are so fucking attracted to each yeah. other. Mm. It's, like, it's the setup is going to be like, jeez, Louise. <laughs> like, eyeballing yeah. each other. They're, like, in the corridor, like, yeah. stuck to each other. I was like, this is disgusting. Right. Yeah. This is gross. <laughs> It's not um, gross. It's nice. It's nature. Yeah. <laughs> but like, deal well, with it. Yeah, that's right. Wasn't ready. <laughs> my, Wild, passionate nature. My read on Chessie is she has some line that I'm not even going to try to misquote where she is saying like, you know, your father, he can't even keep track of the things right in front of his face or whatever. Right, 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 that right, somehow right. she just sort of like was a friend of his who knew that he had some ability, but also is like a fucking oblivious idiot. Right. Yeah. And has sort of just been like his general, like not personal assistant, but like, assisting him not fucking everything up. Mm-hmm. Life, I feel like Chessie has like a position within the company. No, she she's definitely an employee. Right, but, but it she also, also seems to live there. Right. Yeah. She always right, cooks on the for ranch. them. Yes. She cooks. Right. Yeah. I don't fucking know. It's very odd. Mm. I was watching this with subtitles and when they first said her name, I was like, this is embarrassing that whoever like captioned this movie wrote Chessie. That's not a name. <laughs> I was like, clearly her name must be Jessie and someone misheard it and I was like, oh no, fuck, this character's name is Chessie, which is Short for ch- yeah, Jessica. But she, <laughs> but she is also the the star of the film's best scene, which is when she yes. realizes who yeah. this girl actually is oh. and starts crying. It's right, so good. which I think is so good. But also hints at this sort of like deep like thing, dark thing that right. they did. This yeah. like terrible thing they did. The other people <laughs> on the like, sides have been living would with never this, haunt like, them. Right, the question yeah. of the trauma. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, she was mostly a stamp comedian and then made a lot of TV appearances. And then she Lisa had, Walter, she had a show. She, she created her own sitcom. Yeah, which I mean, she, it didn't take. But Right. Uh, and then I looked at her Wikipedia and like since then for the last 20 years, she's mostly done like reality competitions where she's either a judge or a contestant as like a celebrity blank. Yeah. But I think she's really good in this yeah. movie. She is good. She's yeah. also just so Nancy Myers. She's yes. so mm. like in the vibe like yeah. right away. She fits it so well. Yes. She's one of the most convincing of the of the characters, I think. I agree. Yeah. In the ensemble yeah. because yeah, the butler is a little it, much. It's a yeah. lot of paprika. It's a lot of paprika. Right. Um and uh the grandpa like get out of here grandpa. He's useless. He's fucking smells like pipe the back on peppermint. And then the other thing, so we can do the Napa thing, where you know, yeah. so, is that uh, uh, Dennis Quaid's character Nick? Yes, he's got a got a girlfriend. Oof! Okay, Parent so, traps uh-oh. in trouble. So I said one of my two least favorite tropes in comedies, romantic comedies, is the the predicated on a lie that's going to fall apart at some uh-huh. point. The other one is movies where one of the characters who you're supposed to like and think is a good person are together with. The worst human being who yeah. ever lived. Right. A person who's just like, I'm terrible. Exactly. Right, you're like, like, why they just sort of sit like on the her? chair and they're right. like, ha, I suck. She yeah. is Satan. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, it's why it's they keep on calling her Corella DeVille. And it's like, that's kind of kind. You're sort of. A- yeah. She doesn't want to murder any animals. At the same time, like at the very beginning, she's not, she hasn't done anything. Like, she's just a bit young. 
and she's just hanging out and you're like and they hate her immediately yeah and she doesn't she just tries her best to be nice to the daughter of her boyfriend at the beginning right and then the the movie reveals that then then she's on the phone and she's well on the phone she's like yeah we'll ship the kids off to boarding school she only says that after they're like really 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 mean to her for no reason I agree with you I think every Nancy Myers movie has this character and it's always a problem like Like, they're never shaded well enough like they're only a plot she's very beautiful but like she's allowed you know like and she's also a very successful PR person or whatever. She like yeah. she's twenty six, and I mean she's doing great in life. Right. But the movie hates her. And the movie despises from her. From the get go, as Helping, do the children. She's she's a necessary part of the company because they need PR. Because yeah. he seems to be doing. Fine. I was going to say they're I mean, only making millions of dollars <laughs> yeah. now. They need to get his they name out there. Trillions. Yeah. And it's a um, shame we never see like her, like whatever she's making, like the new logo for the company or like. Yeah, we never see her. And if skill. it was like, if it was like really shit, right. Then like she, we would yeah. hate said, her, and it would she make says sense. it's like I made a new logo with your face. Or whatever. Like, <laughs> really? What? Which, to be fair, I would buy any yeah. wine with yeah. Dennis Quaid. Wine with just Dennis Quaid's yeah. face. I get overwhelmed at a wine store. If I saw Dennis Quaid, I'd be like, yeah, easy choice. And if it was like a ninety. Six vintage, you could yeah. call it like a dragon heart vintage. Does this come in white? <laughs> Do you have a Quaid rose? And they're like, yeah, unfortunately, it's only Randy. <laughs> <laughs> Randy <Yeah>. rose. <laughs> no, Randy's like like white lightning, right? Like he's like he's like some kind of weird spirits. Like, yeah. uh, what do you call it in this country? Everclear. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so um, yeah. So she's evil. She's just evil. Yeah. Uh, she's a gold digger. This character is in the original film. Uh, the woman who plays her mother is mm. the woman who played the gold digger in uh, the sixties film. Uh, Real hat yes, tip. Yes. 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 Um. So, but, but she's yeah. like an obstacle they have to get around. But it's her, interesting when uh, there's a scene where one of the girls uh, is like, "Why? Why? Like, what do you want?" And right. and she's so mature this scene as well. Is fascinating. Yeah, it's very well. She's super, both super very mature. mature as well. right. yeah. yeah, she's like you know. There's more like the little girl is like there's more than sex in life or whatever. Mm-hmm. So first of all, you're like yeah. all right. And the I think what she replies is uh, you know I know what I'm doing and I've worked really hard in my life and now I've got this and I'm gonna do it like. I think that what I it's love about intense. that scene is that Lindsay Lohan's really pointing out that her dad is in this for the set. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yes. to the, you know. He's like, he's having fun. Yeah, because Lindsay Lohan just sp- clocks this girl and decides, look, my dad's having a bit of a midlife crisis, obviously. <laughs> he's going to marry this both, little girl who's like 20 years younger than him. Both Richardson know. and Quaid are shaded as having no relationships in the last 11 years. Yeah, none. Like they've both yeah. been they've essentially been so devoted a, yeah. to their right. children, Asexual. yada, yada, yada. Um, but right, but whereas she's just like, look, PR professional, I'm doing great. Mm. This is a rich guy, nice guy. Right. You know he's a nice guy. Yeah. Why wouldn't I do this? Like, exactly. why, why am I going to turn this down? But that's yeah. why I found the film really cool. But she could have turned her yeah. down and tell her that, well, like, in a very kind way, like, you know, I'm you sorry, like, but my I'm dad gonna... doesn't love you. Right. And then when when we go on that camping trip and at the end, I don't remember what happened, they do something really horrible to her. The and he's like, and she's like, it's me or the kid? He's like, the kids. And he's <laughs> almost like smiling at her. He's like, I'm choosing yeah. the kids over you. Right. So I, cruel. Do, I don't actually well, love you. She shouldn't have you. said it's me or the kids. Yeah, I mean, but that, at the same time, she's so, he's so satisfied. He's so right, satisfied. David, you have to understand, from her perspective, she just went through the most traumatic thing a person can experience, seeing a lizard atop their water bottle. <laughs> yeah, no. The lizard goes yeah, in her mouth. It goes in her mouth. And she has to That's spit insane. it out. That's <laughs> insane. I would hate like, everyone. She's got a heavy-duty water bottle. There's like a cloth netting cover around it. The lizard is on top. She just has to see a lizard and then she reacts so poorly that it ends up in her mouth. That's they true. didn't put a lizard in her mouth. They put At it that on point, her head. that's on her. Yeah. They put it on her head. Yeah. It's horrible. They put it on her head. 
Yeah. And, and you know, they put her bed on the middle of the freaking lake. In the water. Lake. She could have drowned. Yeah. That's dangerous. But you know what? It's They're like, a stinker. There is, they are stinkers. But look, if you're going to marry a, a nice, hot Napa Valley millionaire, uh-huh. you're going to have to put up with his kids. That's and fair. his kids might hate you. I mean, And they might be a pain in the ass. They might put lizards in your soup or whatever. And also, maybe this guy made this terrible decision 11 years ago, and there's going to be a yeah. second kid. <laughs> you also, never know. You, yeah. Yeah. you never be know. ready for everything. And, right. and we all know about the Dennis Quaid trials. One does not simply marry Dennis Quaid. You have to <laughs> prove yourself to be good of heart, pure of intention. So that's what Meg Ryan did? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, she was America's sweetheart. Right. Um, and that's a real chicken and the egg question. Should be become America's sweetheart because of Dennis Quaid? Is that the reason why she was able to get Dennis Quaid? The thing I was going to say is that this scene in which they sniff each other out is fascinating because they play it with like the sophistication and intensity of a movie in which like two con artists recognize each other. Yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, we both your, got the same mark here. Right, what's yeah, your yeah, angle yeah. here? It's like the prestige again. Right, it gets uh, it is really, right, right. really fucking severe. Elaine Hendricks is the Scarlett Johansson of this movie. Yes. As she uh, plays... Um, Meredith. Elaine Hendricks had a couple of years where she did this, where uh, she yes, was yeah. this type. She weirdly plays the same part in Superstar, the Mary Catherine Gallagher film, where she's like, mm-hmm. she would always be the impediment, like the, the mean conflict girlfriend. It's funny because I, I have a friend named Meredith Blake, and I keep like, yeah. going like every time they say Because yeah. they say her full name a lot. A lot. Yeah. She's yeah. a full yeah. name person. Like Meredith but Blake. I, I like all the like wrinkles they set up within, like, even, I mean, jumping ahead. But the um, her recognizing Natasha Richardson as the designer, not knowing that that's the yeah, ex. so nice. So I love that bit. It's so cute. Like that's so much a Nancy kind of farce thing, where it's all about these relationships, setting up the different dynamics, rather than just like crazy kind of twin pranks. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's so, um, so then, also, yeah, the London side is calmer. That's more yeah, just lovely, yeah. Yeah. right? There she goes again. Her mom's they do Abbey Road. Yeah. It is crazy to see Natasha Richardson. It is also crazy how much she looks like Emma Thompson in this yeah, movie. She does. She's styled like her in like and, Love and just Actually her acting style is similar. That's what's um, weird. The character is, that, yes. is so similar. She's it, styled yeah. like an Emma Thompson that didn't come about until a couple years right, after right, this. Right. She yeah. has mm-hmm. the haircut that Emma Thompson will soon have. Right. Right. Yes. And uh, she's very good in it. This is right around the time. This is the same year she does Cabaret on Broadway, which oh, I wow. saw her in, which she won a Tony for, yeah. which was this like very radical approach. To a, an iconic character that Liza Minnelli yeah. obviously kind of owns, mm-hmm. it was the one you know with Alan Cumming. Yeah, yeah. It. Oh wow! And uh, it's so funny because she's so gentle in this, mm-hmm. and she's like not in. Uh, that's yeah. her other mo- like. She's yeah. not an iconic actress. She didn't really get the chance to be. No, no she. I mean, she's Pat- Patty Hearst. I mean, that's like that's oh, her big right. breakout that's movie. Oh right, movie. Yeah. Um. You know, I'm trying to think. Like, what else is she in? She's in Nell. I mean, she did a lot of films, but it feels like she didn't totally get to. No, obviously no. she is. Acting royalty. She's yes. the daughter of Vanessa Redgrave. She's right. the sister of Jolie Richardson. She's right. the daughter, granddaughter of Michael Redgrave. Yeah. Tony Richardson, the director, was her father. All that. Mm. Right. Uh, big, famous acting mm. English family. But yeah. she's also genuinely talented. So it's, she's so not just talented. the daughter of someone. No, Man, Many right. of the Redgraves are actually really good. Yeah. They <laughs> so all like... are, Lynn. I mean, I'm just like, in England, they are the most famous right. acting yeah. family. Yeah. They are absolute royalty, all of them, even though... Vanessa Redgrave is always just grabbing the mic and being like, I want to talk about Israel. Like, you know, it doesn't matter. People are still like venerated legend. Yeah. She can do what she wants. Yeah. But, but Vanessa Redgrave just had that insane like two year run where like everyone died around her. Like it yeah. was just this like mm-hmm. tragic, horrible, like Bermuda Triangle where they all fell to, to different sorts. Of, I mean, like mm-hmm. Natasha Richardson's death was such a freak yep. accident. Very frightening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very sad. Rip. 
Yeah, really, really good tragic. in this movie. Very good in this film. Uh, really yeah. charming. I mean, that's that's the thing that this movie uh, that these two performances really help sell is just like how much these feel like nice homes you'd want to be in. And I yeah, like that because yeah. you don't see the home life before camp. Yeah, you're seeing them through the eyes of. Each girl seeing it for the first time yeah, being exactly. like, I'd be totally happy with this. Mm-hmm. And at some point, the, when the when one of them is like, you have to come back because right. dad has a girlfriend. girlfriend Dion right. is like, hell no. Yeah. I want to stay I've, with mom. I'm, yeah, yeah I need like a rules. few weeks yeah. of this. Yeah. Yeah. So how horrible is it that, um, so the British one, Annie, when she goes to see her dad for the first time, mm-hmm. she's the one who has to deal with the girlfriend I know. for the first time. Like, yeah, Hadi never true. had, didn't even know that right, was she happening. doesn't get the dad So she's time, like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to America. Oh, no, I have to deal with this problem that was supposed to be my sister dealing with. And yeah, I, over in yeah. London, really... zero conflict. No yeah. conflict. <laughs> That's a nice, fun time. She has a nice stroll in the park with her grandpa. Recreate and tells album him everything. covers. Yeah. She, she has the, uh, the photo shoot for the wedding dress. Yes. It's like really tacky, it's super 90s. But yeah. yeah, she has a great time. Also, it's quite interesting that the mom makes wedding dresses, considering... She got married and then divorced yeah. immediately. It's kind yeah. of like a weird, like, I don't know what Freud would say about this. You know, it's kind of like a weird transference. <laughs> right, that she can't, yeah. right, like, le- She's like got leave a the trauma. scene of the crime, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to make wedding dresses for the rest of my life. Well, and, and, I mean, the wine isn't as one-to-one, but it's sort of, like, part of the, like, Yeah, you the know. wine, yeah, because it's the wine they had. Right. Like Clink. The, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Clink. Clink. I always had this faulty memory that the same photo was on the bottle of the wine when he shows it to her. Right. That he was like, and you remember this wine? Of course, I had the label made. Right. Um, By my girlfriend. So then I guess they just get rumbled. Yeah, right. Yeah. She's great at logos. Yeah. I put put your face on every bottle, you and your (laughs) ex-wife. Oh, Ben's, Ben's bringing some pizza. I saw this pizza. Oh, my God. Yeah, I want some of this pizza. I'm hungry. Uh, yeah. Do you, um, you guys eat while you record, right? Sometimes. That's, it's happened. That's so this, this rarely happens. Very rarely. like a food delivery. Sometimes the office, though, that. has like a pizza, right? You know, like Gaudio Booms, yeah. uh, staff are just for, for the a pizza. Uh, Ben's knocking. Knock, uh, knock. Oh, hello. Ben. Oh, yeah. look at this British pizza delivery man. God, he looks familiar. He looks like somebody. He's got glasses and he's got a British accent. But why, David, why does he, who does he remind me of? I have of? no idea what this, this is. This British pizza man. What's your name, sir? English. English. His name is English. English. Shock of red hair, freckles. Glasses. He's so posh. He, Hand on hip. He couldn't be our beloved Ben <laughs> Hosley, but yet the bone structure is so similar. Sassy posture. I, I, I don't I don't know what you mean. When were you born? <laughs> he had to remember to do the accent. When were you born? 1980, 1985. Weird. He's reticent to state his birthday, much like our beloved Ben Hosley. <laughs> He'll just say the year. It's almost like he doesn't it. want to let people know <laughs> how old he might be. And it's weird the way he holds that pizza. It's it's a like slight when, slant. when Ben delivers us pizza, <laughs> which he has done. Man, it's it's time. Ben, can I have some of this pizza? I'm so hungry. Ben or whoever you are. I mean, or English. 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 Uh, and now he has left the studio. <laughs> He's gone. Sausage pizza with with several slices already missing. <laughs> Who was this mysterious figure? Uh, Do you think now it we was just ben? have no producer. I'm good for now. Um, I, it couldn't be Ben. That's impossible. That's impossible. But I, the one thing I will not consider is that he could be Ben's twin. 
<laughs> There's no way <laughs> that's possible. the answer. He just has to be someone with a different accent who looks exactly you like You think him. they were like separated birth and one of them lived in like North Orange and one lived in South Orange? <laughs> I had to make a Jersey joke. <laughs> oh, for crying out loud. Yeah, took off so Did you guys plan this in advance? Sometimes you plan these bits in advance without telling me. Hey. That didn't seem planned to me, no, no. If I if I had planned this, it would be a lot more complicated. <laughs> uh, uh, sorry about that. No, That's fine. You oh, missed a enjoying. you missed a pizza delivery, Ben. By some man called English. It's very <laughs> interesting. English. Wait, what was his name? English English, English, I think. Yeah. English house. Ben just dropped his glasses in the pizza. But wait, those are the same glasses. What? No. I've seen those glasses before somewhere. Hey, Ben, you know what's not smart? What is like, that, David? Job sites that overwhelm you with tons of the wrong resumes. Okay. You know what is smart? What? ZipRecruiter.com slash blank. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, they're got back. Me. Sure. Sure. You got me. The zippers. Listening. Unlike other job sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't wait for candidates to find you. ZipRecruiter finds them for you. So you don't have to like trawl through resume after resume looking for someone to hire to fit your whatever it is. Uh, it's got powerful matching technology that scans thousands of resumes, identifies people with the right skills, education, experience, and actively invites them to apply. Uh, so you get qualified candidates fast, Ben, for whatever job you've got. So if like I wanted to hire... Like maybe like a producer. Sure. I yeah. could put together like some qualifications of what I'm looking for and then ZipRecruiter would do the work for me. Um, yeah. And you get qualified candidate fast. Uh, you wouldn't have to wait for them to apply. It's no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the U.S. That rate rating comes from hiring sites on Trustpilot with over a thousand reviews. So right now, Blank Check listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address. ZipRecruiter.com slash blank. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash B-L-A-N-K. ZipRecruiter.com slash blank. I don't understand why you keep spelling out to just just type in ZipRecruiter.com. Yeah, yeah, you've, you've made a slash. classic error. I, I made it. You have. Error. It's not that you leave it blank. You type blank. The word. Oh. ZipRecruiter.com slash blank. It's the smartest way to hire. So, you know, there's a segment we always do in this miniseries. Uh, we have a special correspondent, longtime sister, Romley Newman, who is an expert in uh, the food world, uh, does her kitchen corner. So right now we're going to cut live to Romley Newman's kitchen corner. Welcome to Romley's kitchen corner. And here is your host, Miss Romley Newman, in her kitchen. Hello, I'm reporting from a kitchen and I'm talking about Parent Trap today. Uh, this movie doesn't really have a kitchen presence, but I would argue that Annie's house is very much a kitchen house. There's wine everywhere. There's strategically placed wine throughout the entire house. Uh, and you're in wine country. There's a lot of talk about food, a lot of talk about chili, and it's a very open layout house, so it does have this kind of comforting welcome to my home, welcome to my kitchen vibe, even though all you really see is a marble countertop and a blue cabinet. What do we have to say now? Um, I just like, I feel like the... They get rumbled. Should we end on this? <laughs> the, the original Parent Trap, um, which I just remember would play on Disney Channel a lot, along with the sequels would play a lot. 
and I, I watched them probably in bits and pieces, I remember being a lot more like trying to set up circumstances to trick them into falling in love. And in this movie, they're pretty upfront pretty quickly about like, we were hoping you'd get back together. Um, yeah, that makes sense to me because it's obvious right. to everyone. Right. And and it's and actually I think the politics of them like meeting again and stuff are quite at first quite good because they're like people, you know, they they had something one time and they're like, Oh yeah, of course our daughters want us to be together, but like this is not happening. And it's quite it's quite really, really sad those moments. Yeah. They they're quite like yeah, when they have that, that dinner on the boat, I think it's a boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're trying to recreate that night. It's it's so melancholy, it's so so sad. And they're just yeah, they don't have much to say to each other. Because I can't imagine like, so the trauma up. of having That's to insane. relive so weird. that. Yeah. It's so insane. It's like 1570 to Paris. Like, you don't make people <laughs> relive it. Right, yeah. right, right. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, yeah, they should have taken them back to the hospital and been like, so what was the thinking? <laughs> yeah. When you're like, I'll take one, you Scene take one. Crime. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, no, they trick their parents to going to San Francisco. But she's up front with Richardson. She's like, I dad wants he says to see that you. He's not, she's not up front. She says he wants to see you, but he doesn't oh, right. want to see her. They, right. they both tell mm. their parents, like, the other one wants to see you. But Quaid Sam. doesn't know she's going to be. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. right. That's, you're right. The, that's the big distinction. He doesn't have to go far. Right. Fucking yeah. Natasha yeah. Rich has just got to go. Like, it's right. like a 12 hour flight. I've done right. that flight. Has never yeah. had a glass of wine in her life, more than one glass of wine. And then she yeah. would like. There's this idea that she's afraid of flying. Yes. That's, that's, and I think that's the only explanation we're given for why they never see each other. Uh-huh. Natasha Richardson's uh, afraid of flying. She says she drank a lot of wine for that one trip she made. Right. Mm. That's why she lived on the QE2 for 15 years. <laughs> it's why they were on the boat. Yeah. Because they yeah. were, he sh- yeah. yeah. But they, the boat instead. they literally have the thing where she like, they open the car door and like little airplane plastic liquor bottles like roll out. Yeah, and she gives her foot to the butler and he's like, yeah. what the fuck? And because she's drunk. Right. Yeah. Wrong end, I think yeah. he says to her. Oh boy. Just like, what, what head first? What are you saying? <laughs> Simon Coons is the butler. Is the butler? Yeah. Pulls her out I mean, of the car the by the head. <laughs> or she just pokes her head up, makes what? the butler drag her by the neck. Um, but but it's, no, it's very odd. I mean, he is like a, a near Mr. Belvedere, like stock, ridiculous, cartoony butler. And Chessie is such a bizarre, non-archetypal character. Yeah, right. That's true. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. It's, it's also it's funny that Natasha Richardson thinks she needs a fucking butler. Yeah. Like well, it's because they keep having tea all the freaking time. That's true. Know. They do love their high tea in this movie. <laughs> like anytime you see him at home, yeah. it's like fucking clever. But now he's also hot butler for Fox. He's yeah. got the leather jacket. He's hot daddy butler. Uh, yeah, I wasn't yeah. comfortable out of with office that word. Yeah. Yeah. Elena, you were very not into the I, butler's I was very not personal into that. expression. I didn't want to yeah. have to think about him doing this stuff. You know, while watching this movie about two kids trying to put their parents together, I was like. Gosh, like, <laughs> this is just not right. There are kids bang. watching this film. Yeah, like, yeah. Maybe well, don't do that. But it, I like saw he this was movie when I was a kid, and I think all that stuff. I was just like, huh, Butler looks funny. Right, okay. like, yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's reassuring. Like, I don't know. I just think it, like I, I, it feels like the '90s were kind of like peak Butler humor. Yeah, uh, yeah. I remember as a kid finding Butlers really funny. It was like Butler or Nanny or like yeah. like that random right, adult right. in the house that there's takes the, care of the kids who's not the parents. Fresh because they were like rom-com. Yeah. I guess there's Alfred, yeah. Batman's Butler. That's yeah. cool. Uh, Arcade Fire. The Sam. What? Arcade Fire is a couple Butlers. Walt Butler, Wayne Butler. <laughs> that was good. Thank you. <sighs> um, no, the other, the other big. I didn't like that. I'm, and inside no. so hard. I, just, I, I think it is the post John <laughs> Gilgood. Denholm Elliott too. 
Yeah, you're right. Don Gilgood and Arthur and Denholm Elliott right. in um, Trading Places. Those yeah. kind of started Butler Mania, which Where ran like if you're into rich, you just mania. have a butler. Yeah. And I, you love the butler who also is like kind of like a moral conscious, like gives you advice, is yeah, your yeah, best yeah. friend. I really like that Frasier episode where Victor he hires a butler and it's Victor Garber. No, Ferguson called no. Ferguson, and no. at the end of the where he's all and Ferguson sends everyone gifts. And Aww. Frazier's sad about having to let him go at the end or something. And he's like, Ferguson, send yourself a gift. Like, it's funny. Really no one cares. Yeah. Also, we like Garrett Butler. Yes. Sure. The ultimate butler. Yeah. Uh, Has he ever played a butler? Mm, I think he I should. I can think of. He's played a butt head, certainly, a mm. number of times. I don't think he's That's ever the awful truth. Yep. <laughs> um, I had to, like, rush to that punch. <laughs> like, congratulations. Uh, Lena's just looking at her phone. <laughs> Sick of this. How quickly like, she can played get a machine on a gun preacher. Greyhound back. Played a machine gun preacher. Okay. Okay. So no. they they reunite in this San Francisco hotel. It's mostly hotel action. The third. And this is when they're doing a lot right. of like one walks away, the other yeah. one comes back. How did you get her so fast? How it's very the Palma. I love it. It's, it's like good. It's fun. crossing and this. This is definitely her homage to double body double. <laughs> body double. Yeah, right. clearly. Yeah. Clearly, my favorite. But it's also this French movie where there's this whole business where. Uh, there are people and they get the wrong luggage and they get in the wrong room. You know, the Louis Finesse movie? Yeah. Um, maybe La Lula Cuisse? I don't know. It's like a very famous French movie where there's a whole scene in a hotel and they oh, get the a- wrong luggage and they they keep switching rooms but the, the obviously the number six becomes a nine sure. because oh, yeah. it, it's yeah. like it's really like a yeah. template of that and so kind of humor. And someone ends up really sleeping good. next to the wrong, per- wrong person and like, yeah. yeah. It's just antics like that that really like... Really it's really well done in this movie and I really love the fact that she's drunk as well. The... The yeah. mom. Yes, yes. That's I like really that a lot. They, yeah, I mean, they set up a lot of fun little challenges for them trying to get the parents together. I love and that him. she's drunk and he just like is just hanging out doing nothing and being, <laughs> yeah. being a journey. Like, when he sees just her, out. that's guys. his role. When yeah. he sees her though, it's so good because she's like, whatever, drunk. And then he sees her and he's in the, in the elevator, elevator and he just goes like this because the door's yeah, closing. It's, it's so nice. I love it. It's pretty elegant. It's so nice. But it also, is. why is he like smiling and stuff? He should be like, Horrified or just because the truth is that he still loves her. But how can he be such a like oh happy go lucky guy after having done this horrible thing? Because he's a man. But they also oh they have the moment while they're waiting to try to get Quaid in the same place where she sits at the bar next to Elaine Hendricks and orders like something to sober her up that she says tastes like tar. Yeah. And it's a bloody Mary. While she's closing out her account. Uh, Elaine Hendricks looks over, which I think is a really good character detail. Mm. That she's the kind of yeah. person who'd always want to check everyone else's like credit card, how much they're tipping, <laughs> what their looking, name is. Always looking for a hot client, maybe right. you know, yeah. like right. hey, maybe I can um, make right. a logo for you. Right, in, in, <laughs> your in, face. interested in a logo. What if your face was on the dresses? <laughs> What if that's the third act of Phantom Thread where he's like, my face is going to be on all the dresses from now on. And Alma is like, like, no, it's going to be my face. (laughs) It's not going to be in the hem anymore. It's going to be the main feature of my clothes. What if Elaine I'm going to write mum everywhere. (laughs) What if Elaine Hendricks' strategy was literally just put a Dennis Quaid on it for everything? (laughs) Regardless of who she was working with. Yeah, she gives you the logo and it's just Quaid's face. And they're like, he's not involved with the company. But All these companies have all the same logo and it's very confusing. It's basically like they live, but right. they is great. Yeah. Toyota, a legend of the car industry. But have you ever put in put in Jesus Christ? I'm giving up. I retire. I'm done. Quaid. Putin. Quaid. Putin. Um uh, yeah. So yeah, so now it's they they set up this like this thing where they mm. they try to three card Monty. 
Like, you don't know which one of us is yes. which. It's the one time they brazenly oh do it. Oh, my God. Right. It's so horrifying. And the parents are so scared. They're like, shit, like, I can't get this wrong. I like that scene. Right, because yeah. it's the chickens coming home to roost for the parents. Where they're mm. like, right, see? Yeah. You've created this. And yeah. now they're, they've evolved. And they yeah. can work against you. <laughs> they're the raptors talking to each other in because Jurassic Park 3. It makes sense that they can't tell the kids apart because they don't have the experience of raising right. two kids together. Exactly. So they're just like, well, I don't. I mean, one of you is my yeah. child. Yeah. Yeah, um, so and so that's how they convince them to go on a camping trip all together. Yeah, right. Because this is after they've had that bit. Because the, there's, there's two, two camping yeah. trips in one movie. Mm-hmm. That's so, a lot of camping. Is that what American kids do? All and the also, time? like one thing to say is that at the, the first uh, in the summer camping, uh, I'm used to watching movies where the summer camp is a setting for slasher films. So I was, sure. I was sure. really, you know, and they have the same boats as in that movie, The Burning, where someone like dies. It's really funny. Uh, and I was just expecting. Hmm. Because we get so insane, like putting stuff on the on the plane on the roof and stuff. I was like, "Are we gonna like stab you someone?" Had, you had never <laughs> seen this before. Drip. No, I had never seen this movie before. So you just I assumed, was just like, right. "Are you actually doing insane stuff just to reference slasher <clears throat> films? Like, what is this? Like, to you, it trap. felt like a location. Like, it felt like it was shooting such a, a slasher film location. in like a gothic castle. And yeah. you're like, "Well, obviously, a vampire is gonna come out. Yeah, <laughs> Why exactly. else would you pick this location? <laughs> exactly. And then we go back to camping, and I was just like, "Oh god, yeah." And she and she's drifting on the when Meredith is. Drifting on the water, I was just like, "Someone's gonna, Jason's gonna Someone's come gonna out of the water and, <laughs> yeah. and, drag and like drag you back in the water." Well, I assume in France, yeah, summer camp is not a thing. In Britain, it's not, not a really. Thing. Some yeah. people do it, but I don't think it's nearly as popular. And Shut it doesn't up. all look the this same. This guy, I know, he's been. You went to camp. I went to camp. Camp. I mean, camp. Like it when I talk about it on the podcast. Why not? What? People complain because he talks about it. The most offensive thing we've ever. Well, that's that's what he lived. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's fuck you guys. I don't give a shit. I know. I'm telling. I'm telling the people. And we have a policy on this podcast: we never prevent people from talking about their childhoods, especially where they were at different times. Um, In Britain. David, shut the fuck (laughs) up. If you're being sent to summer camp, I think I've said this on the podcast before. That means your parents hate. Because they're just like, get this kid away. Because really? summer camp is just like, it's like military school. Right, right, right. Yeah. Anyway, they go on the camping trip and they're awful to uh, poor Elaine Hendricks. The, the QED uh, reconciliation attempt happens before QE2. this. QE2. The QE2 yes. happens before that. And they're both like, look, this is sweet. I don't know why we ever broke up, but clearly we're going to go back to our respective yeah, lives they kind of say that. For them, it's more right, like a nice memory. Right. Yeah. Right. And they, they both say, well, we have really good lives now. So it, there's a, I guess there's it all a turned sense, out well. yeah. There's a sense of them having focused on their careers, right? And have made having made a good living. But that's where he says the yeah. thing of like I I didn't think I was supposed to go after yeah. you, yeah. right? You know, yeah. he does admit fault. But it's interesting because it's sort of about how your career, you know, can't fulfill everything, and you know, it's sad. It, it it's is a very just, like they could have just know, found other people to be with as well. Like yes. that's true, but they couldn't because they still love each other. See? Yeah. See? Yeah. I'm a and then they could have it's called psychology. Yeah. Well, they couldn't because they had their careers. <laughs> they they imprinted on each other. Mm, it is yeah. just this crazy thing in this two hour and eight minute yep. 90s studio comedy for Children's children. Film. Yep. That like they don't end up in the same place until like ninety minutes into the film. Mm. And then this final camping trip happens like in the last twenty minutes mm. of the movie. I thought it was gonna be over before that camping. Yeah, yeah. right. It happens. really feels like, like wait, once they're on what? the boat together, they're just yeah. going camping wanted, again. And Nancy just really wanted to yeah. be extra cruel to Meredith, yeah. just a little bit more. So Nancy yeah. just always throws in an extra act for good nope, measure. That, she gives you another act, act for the. It's, 
It's just a, a exactly yeah. like the original. I know, which is yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It just feels like that would be her creation. Yeah, it does. Um, but then, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, <laughs> I just like that Meredith kind of like uh, dooms herself. Sure. By offering the ultimatum. Yeah, she, that's mm-hmm. the, the card she shouldn't play. Right. But I think it's a card she's getting ready to play anyway. She wants mm-hmm. to ship them off. The she does yeah. want the kids out of the picture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess she plays the card and he's like, what now? Yeah. And I'm not into that. Yeah. Of course, he's like emotionally so stunted because it's like, how do you not have that conversation about exactly. are you ready to take on the responsibility of my kid mm-hmm. before you talk to your kid and be like, well, maybe I'm going to marry this lady. Yeah. Like, yeah. Also, their engagement's really fucking fast. Yeah. Mm. yeah. How long was she at summer camp? A month? Two months max? Maybe eight yeah. weeks. They're not back into the school year yet. No. It's still the summer. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, so, yeah. So she said, and he said, and then they the cut is basically like they're punished right? when they like arrive yeah. back. He's like, yeah. Yeah, Meredith's out of here, but they're still punished. For the yeah. rest of their days. Right. Yeah. yeah. And uh they go their separate ways. But then how do you beat how do you beat someone on a plane to London? Concord jet. Take baby. the Concord. Right. Yeah. Uh, my brother James used to be a obsessed great twist. with the Concord. Concord scares the shit out of me. Uh and anytime we were at the airport, he'd be like, Are we flying the Concord? And it was like, No, we're we're going to Boston. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right. He just always wanted to be on a Concord jet. Well, I don't think he ever rode on one. Well, it was only transatlantic. Right. Like it was literally yeah. just yeah. yeah. Um but um my dad flew in the Concord, but yeah, it seemed so scary. I was so scared of the Concord. Yeah. I'm scared of flying. But there's a so. reason they don't do it anymore. I mean Well, a couple of them crashed. Yeah. Um a couple. But- <laughs> It's also just they're so expensive. Like they, they could right. never yeah, quite yeah, yeah. sustain the uh yeah. Yeah. The price. But is it point. like a different experience being in it than a normal plane? Uh yeah, you have to like sit down the whole time. Wow, like, you know, wow. not not and it's go I mean it's there's booms because it's breaking the sound oh, barrier. Is so everyone like screaming in the whole time like a roller coaster? <laughs> yeah. And then but also it takes <laughs> no time. I mean, it's very, very, very fast. Like how, how long fast? is that? Uh, let me look it up. Uh, can, Let's uh, find out about the Concorde. Yeah, I, I like the idea that they would like give you a photo like at the end of like a <laughs> theme park ride. <laughs> like, look at the stupid face you were making on the Concorde. For like a few hours. Yeah. <laughs> but it's worth knowing that actually I want to know how long um, Dennis Quaid, oh, no, not Dennis Quaid, um, no, yeah, uh, Richardson, yeah, yeah had yeah. to wait for the other guys to arrive in a normal plane. Right. Like, you don't know mm. how long the they've The thing been when just... you take a normal plane to London is that you arrive at an airport that's quite far away, far out, and then you have to drive. Yeah. So they had plenty but, of time. So it's like a lot of hours. Yeah. Yeah, this movie also yeah. doesn't deal with, like, the customs. Yeah. Like, <laughs> probably have to wait online for, like, 90 minutes, depending <laughs> on what time they landed. Right. So it could do New York to Paris three and a half hours. Wow. wow. Yeah. It flew at Mach 2. Yeah. So, you know, twice the speed of sound. Wow. Uh, yeah. Pretty we cool. We should try it again, I think. Um, right. Yeah, it could be on this podcast fucking, more often. Yeah. That's true. It was fucking crazy. It would fly at 56,000 feet. You know, mm-hmm. planes usually fly around 35 to 40,000 feet. It's crazy. It's cr- okay. completely bizarre that we did this and we don't do it anymore. That's mm-hmm. the weirder part. It's, it's one, of the, one of those yes. examples of technology regress. that has regress. Right. right. Yeah. Like, they should make a movie about it instead of making First Men. Let's not. Let's Last not talk plane. about first plane. Last plane. Last. <laughs> Fast plane. Yeah. Fast plane. Okay. There is kind of like maybe like a good like Tucker man in his dream movie about the Concord where right. it's like As he like nailed sort it. Of, right. Yeah. And they still were like, no, we can't do this anymore. He was too smart. For too the smart. Man was times. not meant to travel at these speeds. No. Mm-hmm. Um. So they take the Concord, and uh, he's like, "I finally came after you, Natasha." Yeah. He says it like that. Right. Mm-hmm. And they just immediately. I mean, where where are they going to live now? Yeah, they don't, we don't make know. that clear. Yeah, right. so, they just get married on the QE2. 
because not to like on the plane prioritize maybe. one career or the other other but his career is very geographically that's true based. but at the same time like what is he doing he can get someone to do that and he like can Chess- just get Chessie. on the phone what does Chessie exist for well, well Chessie's got to marry the butler yeah, though they, get they do them. Yeah. The credit. Yeah. they get engaged at the wedding which yeah. is supremely obnoxious yeah. behavior yeah. you do not get engaged <laughs> at a wedding no. that is outrageous but they're part of the family I know, the I butler know. does it plus it's the second wedding of Literally, yeah. they're getting married yeah. for the second time. To they each made other, a mistake. So, yeah. They should have married only once. Found them. <sighs> the parent trap. Yeah. The the only reasonably budgeted film of Nancy Meyer's career. Uh, fifteen million dollars is the lot. budget on this. That's enough at the time. Uh, yeah, but then she starts making like eighty million. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everyone gets their quote on the Parent Trap, and you know, Natasha Richardson and Dennis Quaid were not like that kind of superstar mm-hmm. level actor. No, this was the kind of thing for a while. It was like if you were someone who is like a leading man or a leading lady who never had like massive crossover breakthrough success. You, once you got to parent age, you could get good steady paychecks in these types of Disney films, live action mm-hmm. Disney films. Right. Yeah. And it was like, you know, being the parent in the comedy, something like this, or then like him doing the rookie a couple years later. Mm-hmm. You know, Dennis Quaid had his run as sort of being like a Disney guy. Right. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. I mean, but it was definitely like. He's dad. He's, he's dad. very daddy. dad. He's daddy. He is daddy. I mean, that's what Jude Law's going to say. Dennis Quaid. In fucking. Uh, in the holiday. Jude Law says, I am dead. Spoiler. In what? In The Holiday, another Nancy Myers. Song. Oh, yeah, he does. Oh, my gosh. Uh, there's a moment where he Great says, movie. I am daddy. <laughs> and we're going to talk about it. Jude Law is daddy. But yes, the box office game, guys. Mm-hmm. July 31st, 1998. I was on vacation in America, and I saw this movie. July 31st. July 31st. David, you were walking on thin ice. July 31st. We're going to have to have a conversation about this. On mic. Yes. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number one at the box office. So Parent Trap opens number two. Okay. Opens to 11 million, makes 66. Very nice multiplier. Steady, mm-hmm. summer sleeper, makes about 100 worldwide. I think it makes 92. 96. 92. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't mean yeah, to split hairs. Uh, number one at the box office, though, is a big epic movie that we've talked about on this podcast. Of the 19... highest grocer of 98. Oh, it is. Saving Private Ryan. In, in what? Second week. A week of it's crazy because it has a a long run. Uh, It does. It's already made $73 million. Yeah. It's going to make 216. So I know something that's in the top five. Oh, yeah. It's the film that kept on creeping all summer, kept on moving up the charts. What is it? Number three at this point? Okay. Something about Mary. Look at him go. Something about Mary opened at number six. Third week. And then it kept on every week moving up the chart. And it was number four the week before. It's like like the Grey Showman. Yeah, it was yes. it was so yeah. fucking exciting. It was like, a classic word of mouth success, right? Where people kept being like, you gotta see this. You know, Because I remember, I mean, was this the same summer that the Mark McGuire, Barry Bonds home run thing was happening? Uh, yes, you're absolutely right. This okay. is the, the I remember yes, this distinctively because right. my brother and my dad would get really excited about like who's going right. to break the American the home run baseball record. home run record. And it turns uh-huh. out both Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa broke it and Mark McGuire right. got more. Yeah. And then our thing, my dad and I was what position is something about Mary going to be? And it would literally just move up one position every wow, week. Amazing. Like it opened at six and people were like, that's kind of disappointing. And that was five, four, three, <laughs> two. And then we were like, what if they fuck it up? What if they don't get to one? It and did? It got to one. And my wow. Big Fat Greek Wedding had the same thing where it kept on moving up and then it never got to one. No. Uh, the wow. week that it was going to hit one, Swim Fan beat it. Hey, man. A tragic, tragic time in American history. But my Big Fat Greek Wedding made more money. It did. So Something About Mary is number three. 
Yes. Number four is a new film this week. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a thriller, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, how to describe? Like a grown-up action thriller. Uh, interesting director who's had a long and interesting career in Hollywood that we might want to cover someday. But like Later entry. No, earlier entry. Early entry. Mm-hmm. Um, starring an Oscar nominee and an Oscar winner. Were they in the March Madness bracket, this director? No. No, it's a director I have a lot of trouble with, but has un- indisputably made great movies. He's also just made a couple of bad movies. So what year are we talking? This is 98. Um, Copland? Uh, nope. He's not a director you would think of. Like, where where right would you away, which rank this? You say he's made great movies and horrible movies. Is this, is right this a skimmer? This is a, a programmer. Okay. It's a pretty good movie. Okay. And, the, and this is a, a tough movie. A to veteran describe. Oscar winner, and then someone who's kind of being anointed as a new star, a recent nominee. Is that the idea? No, two stars. But honestly, it's the Oscar winner who's being anointed. Weird. They're the more. He's newer. He's he new. also uh, is a bad, bad person. Oh, he's a bad. How yes. how bad? Is bad, <laughs> bad. So is it Kevin Spacey yes. movie? Oh, <laughs> correct. But he's second build. Mm-hmm. But he is the title character. Actually, well, they're both title characters. Oh. Uh, American Beauty. No. <laughs> 1998. He's the title character. Is it the David thing? Blah blah. What is it called? The movie where it's like actually David Gale. Day. Wait, sorry. Oh, Life and Times of David but Gale. No, it's no. not David Gale. No. Yeah, David although Alan Parker is an interesting career. He is an interesting career. He's a bad director though. 1998. Well, He's got mm-hmm. some good films. Yeah. 1998. Kevin Spacey. He's a title character. Yeah, this is a great box office game. I'm loving this. <laughs> people are freaking out right now. Is it really obvious? No, no. It's a movie that people forget about, but it was. A hit movie. Oh, oh did okay. well, not I a hit. Did it was a solid movie. Exactly what it is. It's directed by F. Gary Gray. Correct. It is called The Negotiator. The Negotiator. Oh, okay. And you know, Kevin Spacey is the title character because yes. he is the negotiator. But I believe Samuel L. Jackson is also playing a negotiator. Yes. Oh. The idea is that it's he's the old negotiator so who's like, like the negotiator. who's it's taking someone premise. hostage, right. right? And Kevin Spacey's the new negotiator who's negotiating. And he's like, I'll only it. negotiate with the best negotiator right. I know. Right. Oh yeah, right. I think I have that on DVD. Yeah, because I read the synopsis. I was like, this is crazy. That's definitely it feels like one of the movies you, you pick up at, at CEX. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, that was so. My brother. It's one of. It's a yeah. good movie. It's just so long. It's like two hours and 20 minutes. So what? I never just want to like throw it on. I'll tell you my two big negotiator related memories. One, two? How do you have two? Two. 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 Have any. two. One is my brother who's been invoked a lot in this episode used to always fight my parents about like his bedtime and like how much more food he had to eat before so he could have dessert. So you would negotiate it up. Right. And then when this movie <laughs> came out, they were like, oh, look, it's the Jamesy movie. It was sure. a big running joke so in my family. And then we called him the negotiator for a long That's time nice. after that. That is funny. Um, the second thing is that is a good bit that's a good bit we yeah. called James the negotiator and he was like a little eight year old boy <laughs> um, but the other the other bit was uh, or the other memory is that uh, my friend Dean Diaguardi when I was 10 his dad was a limousine driver and his birthday party was like 10 10 year old boys got to ride around in a limousine oh my god and he had like a TV and a VCR in the back and we Shopping. watched the negotiator and that was <laughs> It's a grown-up movie. That was this, like, birthday party in the year 2000 was, like, a bunch of 10-year-olds watching The Negotiator and being like, pretty smart. It's pretty <laughs> intelligent adult thriller. It's, a, it's so not cool. a bad movie. It's not a bad movie at all. His career, though, is, is like, Friday, which is obviously, like, right. a cultural touchstone. Mm-hmm. Set It Off, which is his great movie. Mm-hmm. It's a terrific movie. 
The Negotiator, which is like a solid Hollywood movie. Right. And then there's that Vin Diesel movie, A Man Apart, that kind of sucks. Not a very good film. Uh, then there's the Italian Pains Job. me to say that. That's not I a very know. good film. Italian Job Big remake, hit. which is good. Very fun. Then Be Cool, which is a blank check disaster. disaster. Right. Catastrophe. Uh, Law Abiding Citizen, which I've never seen, but seems I think kind it's of crummy. Pretty rope program, but that does pretty well. Yes. And then Straight Outta Compton. And that's Outta a film, Com- that is a film where the butler did it. Yes. And then, <laughs> Gerard. And then Straight Outta Compton, <laughs> which obviously is this sort of like smash Once hit. Once again, colossal cultural moment movie. Right. And yeah. then follows it up with the eighth Fate of the Furious. Right. And now he's doing a new Men it's in Black. It's a fascinating career. Like he's been signing on to these big masks, which is like one yeah. of the Hasbro about, oh, cinematic universe films. Yeah. He's like now become a big tentpole dude. Yeah. And he's like, a, you know, a black director who's worked in like many genres in yeah. Hollywood and like, I don't know, we could do F. Gary Gray. And he like started out in the music video world and like the rap journalism world. He directed it. It was a good day. Video. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's pretty fascinating. Anyway, we should put him in the next rules. March Madness. Sure. Um, uh, number five. Yeah, that's right. We're not done. Is a movie that every single person my age, certainly every girl my age saw. So many times. Uh, I feel like it's a bit of a forgotten movie. It is a great movie. Is it Ever After? It is Ever After, colon, a Cinderella story starring Drew Barrymore, Angelica Houston. Yeah. Sort of a grown-up, well, uh, sort of like a, a reboot of Cinderella. I don't yeah. know how else yeah, to yeah. describe it. Yeah, it was like a more, like, like, it was a less fantastical Cinderella was kind of the idea, yeah. right? It was Dugray Scott yeah. uh, coming out. Right. Uh, Jean Moreau is in it. Weird. Oh. Legend of French cinema. Jeanne Moreau. I, I never saw that movie, and I remember being so excited for it, and then I was such a Disney kid, I was disappointed when I saw the trailer, and I was like, where are the mites? <laughs> Where's the pumpkin? These guys got it so wrong. They strip all that out. Yeah. They make it into a teen stuff. movie. Yeah. Uh, you got Mask Azaro, mm-hmm. Lethal Weapon 4, Armageddon. Man, I saw all these This movies. was an interesting I was summer. going to the movies. Yeah. Dr. Doolittle with Eddie Murphy. Huge. Jane Austen's Mafia. Humongous. Basketball opening this week. Not so humongous. Saw it opening day. <laughs> Believe I saw it on that vacation. Yeah. Because I was like into South Park. I was like a 12-year-old idiot. Uh, I wasn't allowed to watch South Park. I liked Airplane and James liked both basketball and baseball. Sure. So it was like an easy pitch for like a Sunday with that or whatever. I think we saw it probably opening Sunday. Anyway, but that means important. that means David, you were in town at the same time as Griffin when you were going to see movies. True. Although you were not living here. I was not living here by this point, ninety-eight. Uh, I didn't mean to But I no. when I saw movies, I would usually stay with our friends on like the Upper West Side where I grew up, and I feel like you were probably seeing movies downtown. But maybe not. Uh, downtown Griffin now. But you so you're never going to the Lincoln Square AMC, which no, was brand there, new at the time. We'd go there for special events. I mean, certainly yeah. with IMAX things, although they were they were like museum was, IMAX right, movies yeah, at yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing basketball the theater that is now the IFC Center. Uh-huh. Which is yes. then shut down and was unoccupied for like a decade yes, yes, before yes. it reopened. Uh, there's a few of those, you know. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean to do the bit. I just meant to say it's not a bit. I grew up serendipity in would have would have made something, and we happen. retired the bit. It's fine. It, Why did my, you retire it? Because I had had enough of it. Actually, I didn't ask. Just Griffin just did it, but I felt like he was responding to my obvious. This yeah, is, I, like I'm so sick of it. David, so now instead of having the bit, we have the anti bit, which is right. so much worse. So much worse. He's, he's driven it into the ground. David said to me, "This bit has poisoned every well in my life." Correct. And I, as an Correct. act of mercy, said. I will hang the bit up from the rafters and the bit is gone. And then every week he fucking tempts me. He throws the bit in my okay. face. So we might as well just talk about it. Yeah, we can talk about it. 
It's fine. David's just got a pile of red cards sitting next to him. Ben's been <laughs> flipping them down like he's a fucking blackjack dealer. I'm literally going <laughs> to split comedic hairs with you. The bit is you making fun of me growing up, like spinning no, up not. that I grew the up in England. The bit is the notion that you grew up. I wasn't doing a bit. You it was were a doing bit. a bit. You said it was a bit and you hated it. <laughs> the oh fact that you grew up there. You can't change that. It's yeah. a bit. This is, it's not a bit. It's That's reality. a bit. And I'm in no. Thank identity. you for running to my You defense. cannot change it. It's a bit. The bit is when you're it. like, what? I also want to is announce this because no, this episode's bit. coming out soon. I'm going to announce this. Anyone on Twitter who tweets the bit at me, I'm going to block you. Yes. Right okay. I've had enough of it. I fucking hate it. <laughs> And people sometimes like people will tweet it like into conversations where like there are other people who maybe like aren't as acquainted with the podcast. And I'm like, enough. enough. So <laughs> this David, is not fair warning. I will block you how confusing without it warning. is when no you say warnings. that you don't want to talk about the bit and then yes. you invoke this fantastical notion yes. <laughs> of something really, really, right. really interesting. Yes. Absurd. Right. That never could have happened. That, that, that I could have grown up in another Stop country. Stop talking about the bit! <laughs> so I'm going to, I'll tweet about it when this episode drops. So that'll be the one universal warning. And then there's this episode. But if anyone after yeah. or whenever this drops oh. tweets this, the you know, does this joke at me, I block you. No questions real, asked. Real consistent. So David is making it clear he's going to block anyone who tweets about the bit after he tweets about the bit. This fucking <laughs> this one like exception. I will not block Griffin Newman because I know he's going to fuck around with this. The second I'm, he not, I'm respecting the bit. You're the one who's dancing on. It's great. Is yeah. this some BDSM thing? Do you like oh. the like discomfort of having to fight against the confines of the bit? <sighs> it's yeah, retired. That's what it is. That's what it this is. podcast is deconstructing itself. Exactly. This is like a post meta podcast I feel like now. this is what happens to a podcast when it goes to on too long the bits like start doing battle with themselves they metastasize <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah this podcast is greater than the sum of its bits I would say oh see she's right <laughs> oh, can we stop fighting no no we're not <laughs> we're not really fighting just, but I've just been thinking about this I'm a law abiding citizen <laughs> copyright uh, F. Curry Gray so that's the first parent trap I mean, the first Nancy Myers. That's yeah. the parent trap. It's yeah. the second parent How trap. How many episodes are you going to do about the parent trap? I don't know. We're going to do, uh, yeah, at least two, and then they're going to get confused. Yes. And, uh... We'll release the episodes in an alternating order. Right. Um, no, it, it's just interesting because, especially after the Father of the Bride movies, you could see her just kind of continuing to do this. Mm-hmm. She very easily could have stayed in the family movie yes, lane. that's right. Or doing Even the, the remake lane. big, glossy yeah. remake lane. Um then she makes her most high concept movie next, but a movie that's decidedly an adult film. Well, yes, but it's also the one movie she doesn't write. Which is kind of telling. Yeah, the problem. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we're oh, talking yeah. about what women want next week's episode, <clears throat> uh, which is her one out and out uh, stinker, and in my opinion. And far and away the most successful movie of her career. Yep. That's the movie that was always on TV in France. Really? Mm. All the time. I do feel like, not to paint with a broad brush, but France does love its big broad comedies, oh, yeah. like you know, farcical yeah. sort of comedies. Sunday it, that, on that's TV, that's in there. Yeah, there's that. There's there was. A, I think there was the Parent Trap sometimes. Yeah, but uh, what women want was the. Big I'm one. the scene in What Women Want where he gets in the bathtub and ele- electrocuted. Of yeah. course, that's uh, seen so many one times. of my earliest memories in I've, life. I mean, I, when I was a, I was I did like a work exchange in France, and I lived oh. in Tours. Yeah. Uh, Ben's looking at me, but this is fine. This is something that happened. It's canon. <laughs> worked in a menswear store. Jules. Does Jules still exist? Jules. Yeah. Jules. Really? Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that existed. Yeah. Yeah, back I think then. it's well, old. Back yeah. then. 
Yeah, this is, we're talking about 2003. Do you know oh, about yeah, this? Definitely. David had this sexy period where he worked in a bar. Well, in that's Paris. in Paris. That's later. That's oh. when I'm a grown man. I know. David had some like sexy French times where he was very handsome and compelling. What I, happened? Oh. <laughs> I, 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 I moved to America like an idiot. That I'm actually, kidding. literally, someone once said that to me when I was like, I was a reporter and it was like a rainy day and I was standing outside City Hall yeah. for some council meeting, you know, and I'm like talking to a press guy and he was like, yeah, Paris. And I was like, you know, I lived in Paris. I was a bartender, you know, and he was like, what are you doing here? <laughs> like, why didn't you just keep doing that? I just think yeah. that's so romantic that he was like a bartender in Paris so after college. I do. Not very well, though. Uh, I used to speak better French. But anyway, I did work at a menswear store. Yeah. And um, I remember my uh, parent, you know, my uh, host. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one in this family spoke English except for him. So I would talk to him a lot. <laughs> and he loved like those, like Le Placard. That was, a, you know, that, that, that yeah. was like the Gosh. hot movie. And like, he was like, you got to watch this because he knew I liked movies. Right. That's weird though, David. So I watched that with him. That you spent that much time in Paris and never traveled around other parts of Europe. <laughs> <laughs> this was in tour. It wasn't in Paris. Oh, okay. And then we went in to France. Futurist I'm just Scope. saying, Did there you guys ever go to Futurist Scope? Scope? Yeah, we went uh, two years ago. It's great. Yeah. So good. Yeah. You should go back. Okay. Is Come it Come back to Europe, David. Okay. Okay. Sure. And Griffin as well. And Ben as well. It's fine. Uh, we can all go to Futuroscope. We should do a sure. European adventure. To Futuroscope? Oh, yeah. Yes. You would, or we could you go to Park Asterix. I've never been there. I've never been there. My I, parents yeah. have. It's all right. I yeah. went. I liked it a lot. It's a weirdly sort of more... Because we, we went on an Asterix tangent in a recent episode. We did. We and now did. there's like a whole thing in the Reddit breaking down how crazy the Asterix We were talking about the Asterix movies because they are so mind-blowingly <laughs> so, expensive. Yes, like they're so they're high huge, production. But yeah. the, the one... The one that's good, the Cleopatra one. Uh huh. It's so good. Mission it's, Cleopatra. Oh that's, that's the Alan Chabat one, yes. right? Yes. So yeah. good. We went to see that in the cinema in the big multiplex, and it was so popular yeah. that we didn't have a seat and we sat down on the stairs. Wow. And they let us do that. Like, they like oversold it. Right. Yeah. Were, Is that right. the Maybe we arrived like or the five. third. I think um, it's like the fourth. There's been a lot of them. There were like others before, that, before yeah. that, but that's when they restarted the recent, doing them. The recent, the It's the second of the Depardieu. Okay. Because right. yes. yes. then the, the Olympics one. Because that's the one bad. that has the insane like $113 million budget. Yes. Mm-hmm. With all the crazy special effects. Because of how big Cleopatra effects. had been. Right. Yeah. And then that one did like a third of Cleopatra. That's right. the one where they have all these famous people right. like, doing a bit. Like that's like Zinedine Zidane. And it's the most depressing thing you've seen. It's so bad. And Jamel's in that one, but is he in the Cleopatra one as well? Jamel Debus? Yeah. He's in Cleopatra as well. And then Benini's yes. in the first, right? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, Does he right. plays Julius Caesar? No, no. He plays no. like the local Roman. Right. Uh, so like the bad guy. Yeah. Uh, Gottfried John plays Julius Caesar in the first one. Right. Alain Delon plays him in the third one. Crazy. The yeah, one. it's bad. Oh. And, they, I feel, and then there was a fourth one like in Britain, I think. Her, it's yeah. called like Her Majesty's Secret Service. Yeah, or, I did Some see joke like that. that. Right. Yeah. And I feel like Asterix always changed. It's always some new guy's Asterix. Obelix is always uh, Gerard. Yeah. Well, it, it used to be Christian, Christian Clavier for yeah. a while, and he was. He's really the good. first two, right? Yeah, I'm looking right. at this. Now, he was right. the best. Right. But then they changed it. It was really bad. Was it Clovis Cornier? They put some yes, young. But yeah. he only did it for one. Yes, he yeah. did one. And then the fourth. And Depardieu shows up every fucking time. Of course, because he's a legend. He's, yes. he's, a legend. he's always. I think there are probably lo- like lots of young people in France who just know him as. Which is so Obelix. weird. So good. Yeah. Which is, He's so good. He is so good. Obelix and Company, which is my I read I read all the Asterix books a thousand mm-hmm. times. But that's my favorite one. Oh, yeah. It's so fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Everyone should read it. You do need to read a few Asterixes yes. before you read that one because it's sort of breaking the form, but it is so brilliant. And right. it's this hilarious satire of capitalism. Uh-huh. And uh in which like this guy comes to Caesar and he's like, let's not try to destroy them with like soldiers. 
let's destroy them with capitalism. Mm-hmm. And he goes there and he starts buying Meniers, the, uh, you know, the, 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 yeah, the, the big obelisks, rocks, big stones that Obelix makes. Yes. And everyone's like, why are you buying them? They serve no purpose. And he's like, I just love them. So then everyone starts a Meniere business and he starts buying them all and like playing them off against each other. It's yeah. so funny. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, I went to Park Asterix. Okay. It's really fucking cool. Okay. This was when I was staying with like my mom's friend's family as a teenager and I really wanted to go to Disneyland Paris and they were like, Disneyland Paris is for fucking babies and losers. <laughs> we're going is. to Park Asterix and Par- Park Asterix has more of like a Six Flags-esque reputation that the rides are a little more intense. Mm-hmm. Like it's a little less about the theming and the rides are kind of like thrill rides. Right. Yeah. But it's what do you want to do with Asterix? I mean like it's not right, like… Right, right, you know. Like they, they kind of keep the aesthetics of yeah. the thing but there's also a limited character base because it's just this one property. But the thing that's really funny about that is like a lot of Asterix merchandise, oh, a yeah. lot of Obelix merchandise, a lot of merchandise of The Rock. Sure. Like because it's a limited cast, that rock is like, you oh, can yeah. get like a plush doll, you can get a lollipop that looks like it. That's like, really the, funny. The Rock is like equivalent to like Goofy in the Asterix <laughs> universe is like the third most merchandise like character. character. Right. It's and they don't even rock. like, they don't like anthropomorphize it. There isn't like a no, smiling. Yeah. Have they have eyes. like guys in a rock costume and shit. <laughs> the Rock's like a big fucking thing. It's yeah. not a rock, it's a minia. It's a, a minia. I'm sorry. Okay. That's um, why it's special because he sculpted it and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love, I love like a big. That's just like a, a pillow that just looks like a mini. I swear like, to God, that's amazing. Yeah. I, I, that exists. Like I remember walking in and seeing a shelf where it was millionaires in different sizes. <laughs> and it was like here's like the Beanie Baby sized one. Here's oh. like a huge one that's like plush, but it's like your Asterix carrying it around. Oh, that you can carry cool. Yeah, oh. that's how it looks. Carries it. But yeah. they're so cool because they're all over Britain and Ireland too. And it's just there are these rocks, and everyone's like. Who made them? We don't know. Yeah. What purpose did they serve? We don't know. We exactly. just know that they made these fucking rocks and left them here for some reason. And it's like, it is. Awesome. It is. It is the blender of it the Asterix franchise. It is. There uh, we go. Goodbye, Obelix. everybody. Uh, fell into the magic potion. <laughs> what a perfect note to end on. And now clearly we have to do an Asterix miniseries. <laughs> yeah. So. No, you, you just like talk about that French one comedies thing. Yeah. Talk about the good ones. I do find it interesting that all those movies have different directors. Yes. Too. Yeah. Uh, Alan Shabba directed the good one right, right? and Claude so Zadie did the first one right I think I yeah. Think, yeah enough Asterix talk enough Asterix yeah. talk although uh, now Ben's just looking at Asterix Ben actually you would fucking love oh Asterix my God. they're your kind of guys oh, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah they're a couple of scoundrels definitely you know? oh, so they're into some shady shit yeah well you know <laughs> a- Asterix is kind of crafty and small and clever and Obelix yeah. is like a big bruiser he's really he's a big. sweetheart and Obelix you know? Obelix yeah. always wants to drink that magic potion even though he doesn't need it. Right. He, he doesn't he fell into it when he was a baby. Yeah. Right. But, but he, he still wants, wants to do it, it anyway. because it's tasty and he's just like because it gives him like he wants to fit in. He wants to fit in. They're just that's on drugs. And just he's very thing that's he's very, very sensitive, sensitive about his size. Yeah. But he also does love to eat like a whole wild boar. Like that's yeah. his favorite food is like one yes. <laughs> you know cooked wild <laughs> and boar. I, I want to just like restate again in relation to the details you just heard they are the cultural equivalent to Mickey Mouse in France. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like huge. all these weird details, and they're just like fucking beloved. Yeah, That's they're the best. So and every book ends with them having a huge buffet, just eating loads of yes, food. Yes, yes. And, and then C- Cacophonix yeah. is like, "I'm going to sing." And they Cacophonix so is called. Have you seen oh. Ben? Look, because oh, yeah, right. he has they a different was, name in France. Yeah, What's they all called? have names that like I can't remember. Because all the names are translated apart from yeah. Asterix and Obelix. Right, into, like all the names in the French. So what do you call Cacophonix? I can't oh. the dog is called like Felix. No, isn't it? They, well, I need no, to find idefix. out. Idefix, which look, means yes. fixed look how idea. Look Ben looks. <laughs> look at so him. Oh, yes. 
Oh, I'm so glad we introduced you. He's like relaxed for the first time in weeks. You know, because all the names are in America, England, not really America, are pun so like the dog is called dogmatics which i believe you're right he's called edifix in french yeah uh that the druid who makes the potion is called getafix oh really funny really or, fucking funny uh, comedy okay. uh in french i believe he's called panoramics, panoramics. panoramics. Yeah. Yeah. uh the, the the chief is called vital statistics Oh wow! Seriously. I didn't know that. Oh my god! I forget what he's called in France. Yeah. And uh, and the, the chief in France is called Abra Raccourcix. Jeez. Which, which is means... like Abra Raccourci, which means like with short arms. But it also means when you're running <laughs> yeah. Abra Raccourci, it means yeah. when you're running really fast. Yeah. It's, uh, it's like, but it's like hard to explain. So the the bard is called Cacophonix. Uh, in France, he's called Assurance Turix. Assurance Turix. Like comprehensive yeah. insurance. Yeah. I don't get it. Does that just mean he's annoying? Like, because like, like an insurance. I don't think it really salesman? means anything in uh, yeah, France. It's, it's just, it's just like words word. that sound like if they don't really have the meaning, doesn't really fit what they are. I'm and so the old man is called geriatrics, and the fishmonger is called unhygienics, and the mm. uh, metal worker is called fully automatics. Like it keeps going. Like it goes <laughs> deep. So Everyone good. has a funny name. I'm so happy that Asterix yeah. keeps on coming up on this podcast. Sure, I love Asterix. Assurance Turix is the best one. Uh, Mani and Lena, thank you so much for being here. Yep. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Um, of course, uh, we, we won't make you take a Greyhound back. There's, of course, the blank check offer where we'll fly anyone out from any country. Yeah, yes. but they, they took a Greyhound because they are Want to pocket uh, the, the cash. The yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 we just gave them the cash. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah we'll do whatever we want with that cash. Yeah, right. Of um, course. Yeah. Uh, thank you for being here. Uh, where where can people find your writing? I mean, I know it's a, a very complicated yeah. answer. Well, these days, the best way is to follow us on Twitter, I would mm-hmm. say. Yeah, so right. my at is Mani Lazic, mm-hmm. M-A-N-I-L-A-Z-I-C. And I'm at E-Lazic, E-L-A-Z-I-C. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And Thanks but, uh, for parent trapping, guys. Yeah. Thanks Thank for you. trapping. Thanks for caring about the representation of twins in cinema. Yeah. It's very important it's issue. A, it's a cause that's worth worth fighting for. This is basically why we are film critics. So yeah, Aww. for justice, <laughs> justice for twins. You yeah. think all movies should have twins? Yeah, yeah. There I mean, should be twin representation. Sure, two for the in price of movie. one. You yeah, know? like why not? I think every podcast should have twins as well. To be fair, also they cheated in this movie. It's not very, um, Lindsay Lohan does not have a twin, and so we should like get problematic we should get casting work to real twin to actors. Real so yeah, instead of making fake Nancy, twins. if you want to make a remake with twins, sure. let us know. I'll, I'll, keep trying I'll to give you that. like a quick life hack for how to get better twin representation instantly. Uh, watch any 3D movie without the glasses. <laughs> wow. <gasps> Thank you all for listening. <laughs> Please remember to rate, review, subscribe. Thanks to Andrew Gudo for our social media. Uh, Joe Bowen and Pat Reynolds. For our work, and big congrats to Joe Bowen, who just became a father. Yes, oh, Harper Bowen. Congrats. Yeah. Uh, because uh, sometimes you do artwork, and sometimes you have a baby bounce. <laughs> David took off his earphones. Thanks to Liam Montgomery <laughs> for our theme song. Go to blankdesire.com for some real nerdy shit. And as always, put a Dennis Quaid on it. Hey, uh, David. Yeah. I got a quick uh, question for okay. you. Okay. Uh, do you like diving deep into director's complete filmographies? Absolutely. Uh, I've actually been known to do that once in a while. But certainly not on microphone. No, 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 no. Never. Well, okay. More important question. Uh, can you quote Kevin Bacon's best film, Tremors, word for word? Sure. Probably. Yeah. I mean, because you are a Kevin a Bacon, Bacon fan, right? Head, you like to put a little bacon on the dish? Uh, I like to put a little bacon on the dish. Well, That's right. David, I got great news for you. Yeah. Because those are two things you like doing, yes. and because you have no outlet 
to do them on your own podcast. What if I could recommend a podcast for you to listen to? Okay. The Storm of Spoilers oh, podcast is I for you, the David. Storm of Spoilers podcast. Look, it started out as a show about Game of Thrones. That's true. Much like every show started out as a show about Game of Thrones. Or some other extended franchise. Right, or a serial parody. Right. But it's become a podcast that now covers all of your pop culture obsessions. Mm. From Star Wars, a thing we never talk about on this podcast, no. to the complete works of Kerry Fukunaga, something we probably won't have reason to talk about maybe four or five years from now. Yeah, give him a couple more. Yeah, yeah, and then we can talk about him. Some podcasts take several episodes to cover director's filmography. Lame. Sounds too long. Ugh, extended. Unsustainable. Yeah. Your hosts at Storm of Spoilers have been known to cram it all into one. Saves time. It's like Saves listening money. to a podcast at ten times the speed. It's like the Geico of podcasting. Right. Here's the thing, David. I, I'm going to tell you this very secretly. Okay. okay. The name Storm of Spoilers is a pun on George R.R. R. Martin's book. Oh, yeah. A yeah. Storm of Swords. Right. I read it. Much like Logan's a Western. <sighs> and while the show does like to dig into behind the scenes info, it's not an all spoilers podcast anymore. It's a good storm now. Okay. Like Oro Monroe. Ah, uh, the best storm. Master yeah. Thief. Yeah. Not, not like these hurricanes. They're bad. Like Reuben Carter. No, no matter what. <laughs> Wait a second. Storm He's of cool. Spoilers host Neil Miller, Joanna Robinson, Joe friend Rowe, of friend of the show, and Dave Gonzalez are always unflinchingly honest in their coverage of the film and TV you can't live without. Sometimes they cheer and sometimes they denounce. B. I feel like the person who wrote this might have liked our show a little I bit. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> it's available now on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever you're already downloading podcasts like Blank Check with Griffin and David. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good one.